0: Hello and welcome to a special edition of the Super Show podcast. As you can notice, we have an extra person joining us today because this is episode number 200. Uh, It's crazy that we actually got to this point. Um, But yeah, today, Jamie is here, of course, as always. But
1: Chris. Hello. If
0: you don't recognise Chris, Chris was on the podcast for most of it and left nine months ago. But he's back
1: it's like I got pregnant or something. Yeah, it's like you went away, had a child, and now you're back. <laughs> and that I'm back. Changed. I'm back. And he's the the baby's come out. <laughs> I'm I'm baby body fit or whatever. Yeah. Oh, anyway, well, nice. you are,
2: you are actually nursing a bit of a baby right now. It's just it's a poo baby. A poo baby. I know we
1: weren't supposed to tell people at home that, but yeah, I, hey, man, I'm living my truth. There's there's stuff percolating in there, and uh, there may be a pause. Somewhere in this recording. Yeah. Uh, this uh, is too much wine. information
0: for, for, me, for, for people editors
1: out there with a keen eye, look out for the slice point can, in the middle of this podcast where Chris has to go and evacuate. Fellas, can I just say something? You're saying it's too much, okay? I think that the problem when I left was there was not enough of this.
2: Oh, okay. There's not enough of this. We, we have had some comments, to be fair, Jonesy, of, of that nature.
1: Yeah, it's like, where's the dick man? There, there have been, yeah. Asakira, dicks. If, yeah. if, if I disappear, who out of you two becomes the dick man? We don't. We don't have a designated yeah. dick. Man. That's
2: the problem. Well, because y- y- you guys no are in the ball I think having a dick when ha- you have a two-man podcast and one man becomes a dick man, the other man becomes like the, the awkward straight the, guy the, and it's, the vag it's a, man. Yeah, the vag man. And it just becomes an awkward dynamic: dick man and vag man. Yeah,
0: it doesn't work, does it? You can't really do it with two. Like, man.
2: imagine if you were listening to the podcast without you on it, just Jonesy and I, and I was just making really crude jokes that Jonesy didn't exactly know what to do do with. Like every
1: thirty seconds just I, I, I find that insane. to be been, fair fellas know. i do want to say i'm just you know uh big fan oh, big well. fan of the pod you know what we're big fans fan of your of work
2: thank so. you man <laughs> really yeah do you know what because the, the other thing is you were just a member of this podcast for over 100 episodes yeah. you were the host of this podcast for
1: a gosh darn long time do you remember that A dear chunk of it yeah I, I, you know what i looking back i thought i was but then looking back i don't think that actually was in, in my mind. Like the first third of my time on Super Show, I was the host. But
0: you were. Yeah. We we started it, to split it out a little bit toward the, the um, no much the earlier end than you think, Much really? earlier than
1: we think. Anyway, that's boring.
0: But um, there's a lot of people out there who are going to be really excited, really happy because you've been asking for Chris to be back for a long time. So it's amazing that we've finally gotten back. And we had to do something special for 200, which is why we're here. Hell yeah! This is going to be a little bit of a different podcast because I think rather than talk about current news. Because this is two hundred, we're not just going to talk about stuff that's happened, stuff that hasn't happened in the past week. Um, we're going to do a little bit of a look back over the last mm. year, so not since one hundred, but but in the last year or so. So we're talking twenty twenty three, beginning of twenty twenty four. Because one thing we do want to do um, that people won't know actually we do reference sometimes is you often WhatsApp uh, WhatsApp us, WhatsApp us <laughs> after you've watched the podcast and you go, what the hell were you guys talking about? Yeah. And you want to weigh in and you want to ha- you want to uh, get involved. So we thought we'd um, pull up some of those. Yeah, yeah. By all means, points.
1: like before we before we do that, I just do want to say, like listening to you guys, there are yes moments where I just want to chime in because you've been so incredibly <laughs> wrong. It's actually been disturbing. Oh god! But at other times, it's just been actually just really pleasant uh, having you guys there week in week out, and and fair to play to you guys for kind of sticking to it. it it's so it's so clear to me now that I was the one <laughs> who was clogging up the whole system of doing a a, a weekly.
0: How dare you? On time oh, oh no.
1: Kind
2: like, of pod. It, you, Well, no, because you, you talk about weekly on-time pods. We are literally in the midst of shifting it from <laughs> Monday to Tuesday because <laughs> of how infrequently we actually managed to get our shit together in time for Monday. Monday's on um, hard. Yeah. You think getting a couple of people together to chat about video games once a week would be easy, but uh, as we all know in different Ugh. ways, it, it's absolutely not. Um
1: but I think, yeah.
2: I think it's just us. Cursed. Maybe, maybe. Do you know what below? We've put in a long, if you go all the way back to old school ATG, like, ATG, the channel that we used to be a part of before this, for anyone, I mean, I assume everyone listening to this knows that. Probably. But there might be a few weirdos who are kind of like Super Show fans exclusively, in which case... <laughs> oh, I love them.
1: <gasps> oh, say hi. But, in the, yeah, That, that goes comment.
2: back to, like, not to freak you guys out, but we'll be celebrating 10 years of ATG next year. <laughs> like, we've been talking about video games for a long time, <laughs> That's um, a long time. on the internet.
0: We have yeah. that is ridiculous. Ten years is absolutely insane. But I'm I'm gonna give a little shout out to something you mentioned yeah. before the pod, which is someone before asked us if there's anywhere that they can watch old school ATG videos. And there are a select few that you can currently check mm. out. On YouTube, um if you go to ATG Archive, if you search for that, there is a select few number of
1: six lists. If you wanted to get a little bit of a nostalgia kick, you could check out yeah. some
0: of those um videos there that Chris is a very kindly part.
1: Yeah. So we'll see. Maybe more coming, maybe not. I don't know. It's it's on a whim.
0: There's a there's a few there that if people were like, oh, I really want to see the intro, like you know, you
1: can click. You know what? You know what the problem it. is with ATG. We had, I believe, at the end of it, including level ups, live streams, etc. We had 901 pieces of content. Jeez, I remember, remember that specifically. And w- 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 how do you pass all of that? Where, where yeah. do you go and say, I want to pick this, I want to pick that? No, that's so no, very what true. Would be helpful, I guess, is people letting us know. What kind of episodes they want us to revisit? There aren't enough people out there watching now who can tell you that. This
0: is <laughs> yeah, true. remember that? Yeah, no, no I'm joking. Maybe there <laughs> is. Let us know if there's any specific one that you want us to upload. And sure, like, maybe. maybe, yeah, maybe it'll be a good idea to just put just like just fucking dump all the live stuff. We missed a we missed a trick really with this. We should have started this podcast by doing the. I'm Chris. Oh, oh shit, we should have done fucking, that. Fucking, uh, this is what happens when Alex Jones is the fucking host. I should have. I should so have said, didn't I? I don't remember how... Well, no, you would have yeah, to start. Yeah, you, you have to
2: start. Okay, we're gonna, to do we'll do it, we'll it for old
0: time's sake. The right, ATG... Are you Are
2: you going... You're going to go second, right? Are you, yeah, you uh, always second.
0: Yeah, I'm
1: always second. What? Okay, all right. Okay. So, oh, yeah, and then I do the blur. Yeah, uh, that means you get to say the and. Yeah, yeah hold on. But and and peek behind the curtain. The reason that it was this way is because you never wanted to fucking say anything
2: in the well, intros. yeah, because... You're the, just like, I just was... Oh, it's because it's It's scary.
1: Plus, it's not where my best material comes from.
2: I, you know, I, I, I
0: thought I, we used to mix. I thought we used to mix it up. Like you would do one, and then I would do. Did we not? Was no. it using uh, in I, the I think
1: That was maybe the the plan in like the first week. Uh, okay. And then Jamie very quickly was like, oh, so, 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 "Look, Jamie. my comedy is all
2: based on reaction. It's all about my my environment. Wow. And we're just saying our names. I haven't been given anything to bounce off yet. Okay. I need Jonesy to say something stupid or like <laughs> that's put a, the yeah. emphasis on the wrong word when you say Pirates <laughs> of the Caribbean." So that I can of, go of the character. You again. did
1: that in like one of the
2: podcasts recently. Oh, I think you I did, did yeah. that, oh, yeah. I can't remember what it was. You got the bag. Suicide Squad. <laughs> um, suicide Squad. Uh, I don't know. That's what we're going we to do, do this. Together. Yeah, we're going to do.
1: Whenever you... super show, we're going to do All Time Gaming. Do, oh. do, do All Time Gaming. Yeah, do all What do you say? Okay, all right. Hey, guys, welcome to All Time Gaming. I'm Chris. I'm Jamie. And I'm Alex. And today we're going to.
2: There you go. you know what that felt feels
1: so fucking comfortable,
2: doesn't it? It, I was going to say, I'm comfortable. I, I had one thing that came into my mind as we were doing it that didn't come into my mind the years we did it for real. The Wiggles. Just, because the Wiggles always used to do that as well. They would say, I'm Murray, I'm uh, Anthony, uh, and I'm Jim. you yeah. know the Wiggles. You don't know who the fucking Wiggles no, are? some fucking Oh my British God, thing. I thought you were supposed
0: to be a father. <laughs> I haven't seen the Wiggles. But you mentioned the other day that you...
2: Did some voiceovers for somebody I'm not going to say who or for what And someone actually said Is that Jamie from All Time Game They did And it was a really innocuous piece of voiceover Where it's like a 23 minute long video And I speak for two seconds at a time On That's five mad. occasions And there was a comment On the day the video got u- uploaded Saying is that Jamie from All Time Game And to know that Again you would have to Remember my name Which is one third of a channel That hasn't uploaded for five years yeah. like like to The hoops you have to jump through it's kind of cool. That is kind of um, mad. Yeah. It Yeah. Nice. Cool. I don't cool. know. I don't know. It's a, yeah. It's cool. It could be depressing if we let it be depressing, but we're not going to let it be depressing. Um, I'm
0: going gonna, I'm gonna to do a bit of housekeeping right now so we can, because um, we need to do it. And otherwise I will forget. <clears throat> so I just want to say, obviously we're going to be reminiscing today. We're going to be talking about some new stuff. We're going to be looking to the future a little bit. We're going to be enjoying the fact that Chris is here. Mm. But one thing we have to say at the very beginning is uh, we would not be here doing episode 200 if it was not for everyone who's watching people who watch live people who listen to the podcast people on YouTube everyone who interacts with our content so comments like just watching but 100% as well our patrons who support us week in week out um, shout out to everybody who who has gone the extra mile and a lot of people that have been with us for for 200 and, and back into the last 10 years as well which is kind of crazy
2: yeah. Um, so yeah thank you so much nice to be here absolutely I, I was in the comment section of uh, the Super Show episode 100 Earlier today, and reading some of the comments, and aside from the fact that porn star Asa Akira was brought multiple times, <laughs> uh, which I can only attribute to you, Chris, um, there were a number of people who were saying, "Bring on the next 100 or see you at 200." And to see that some of those names were still people that either pop up in the comment section now, mm. pop up in the live stream, pop up in the Discord, uh, that was that's endearing as well. So yeah, huge shout out to to everyone that's still coming along for the ride in some nice. way, shape, or form, including you, Chris, going oh, back on you. the rodeo for this special episode. Nice, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, I reckon then, so before we go to some new stuff that's happened, uh mm. it would be, uh, maybe we should, we were sort of saying that before we got this started, and this might be a tricky one because it wasn't like the most amazing year necessarily, or, or since 100, it's not been the most amazing time for gaming in general, but it's been a fantastic period for games in general. So is there any games that we want to flag up? So I suppose in 2023, since episode 100, that either of you hey, want to wanna mention that just jumped, jumped to your minds when i say that are we we talking about games we've played or games that we should have played and we haven't i think we can say (laughs) either like so for example like we we were saying before the pod like 2023 was a weird year for me because whilst it was a great year for gaming like spider-man 2 fantastic hogwarts legacy i played a lot of that game i in any other year they wouldn't be my number one but i would give a shout out to both of those games but yeah not that i would want to sit and chat for the next 25
1: minutes yeah we were kind of mentioning it before we hit record didn't we like um Last year being targeted as the best year in gaming for a very long time. We we could kind of agree on it, but mm. maybe in, in a bit of a strange way. Um, I think you had said it's like it, it, best game uh, year oh, uh, by, by committee. committee yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. it does kind of feel that way. Well,
0: there's the- so much for so many people, but then if you try and boil it, if every every individual group of people will probably won't say it was their best year, but when you get everyone together, they may agree on it yeah. last year.
2: I think there were also like other factors at play, and like one thing that isn't helpful on accounts like this is that you're looking at three people who <laughs> either didn't play or didn't vibe with Baldur's Gate 3 and Tears of the Kingdom, two of the most critically acclaimed games of all time. Hey, not
1: not um, not for lack of wanting, but yeah, te- Tears, Tears of I the Kingdom was either.
0: an interesting one for me. Can I bring that? Because you did you say play it? Like that? I did play Tears of the Kingdom, but I fell off of it probably about. So
1: before you... this, is how I know we're living in a simulation. Yeah, where Alex Jones plays the. And I, I, I don't well, fucking play. Did it. you know? Did you know? Do, do you have Tears of the Kingdom? No, I don't. Do you want it? I mean, yeah, sure.
2: <laughs> you can oh, genuinely you can take my copy home with you to, today if you want to. Because I I <laughs> I got it for Christmas. I played it for an hour and I went, "Oh, you can fly." <laughs> <laughs> and I just, and I've stopped <laughs> playing it. I, I, yeah, okay. Yeah. Sorry, um, sorry go ahead, try so go
0: and So Tears of the Kingdom for me was a weird highlight to something that I the problem I had um with uh, Breath of the Wild, which was, it was for all the fantastic stuff it did, for how good it looked, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, I just kind of fell off of it. Hmm. And then when Tears of the Kingdom came out, I was like, right, let me give this another run. I, ne- I didn't finish Breath of the Wild. And everyone was talking about it, and there was loads of like meme stuff, and there were loads of tweets about what crazy stuff that you can do with it. And I still see them to this day, right? I still see people on Reddit sharing things about what they've do made. You? I, I, sometimes I do, I, yeah. I Which do is, that. they still people, bubbles up. I, no, I, I, I think you got it. So there was a hot and heavy two weeks where yeah. people were making
2: like walking statues with yeah, flaming oh, dicks. Yeah, and... yeah, exactly. The
0: one I'm thinking specifically about was it was someone uh, referencing someone not understanding how it is the kingdom is supposed to be played and, the, and not doing the construction very well. And they juxtaposed someone who did it really well and knew what they were doing with the building yeah. and someone who just didn't get it. And they were saying, like, how you're supposed to enjoy Tears of the Kingdom, how you
1: didn't enjoy uh, Tears of the Kingdom. But, but I, th- I think this, is, this boils down to why I haven't played this game. Okay. Because, right. yes, it, it's on, on a technical level, it's all amazing, like, what you can do and etc. But it, it's almost like the reason I don't play Minecraft. I, I'm never going to be the person who holds a fucking diamond palace. What right. I'm going yeah, yeah, to yeah. be is I'm going to be that person who digs a hole in, in a wall. <laughs> Put the, someone puts else a torch. puts a torch someone else builds a, a bed for me because i don't know how to fucking do it and then just like do it yeah and and, and with, with that's hilarious that's such a good analogy with tears of the kingdom is the same thing it's like i'm going to do those things and inevitably in there's going to be this tutorial where somebody like oh this is how you build things i'm like cool and i'll do the tutorial how they want it to do and i'll make like a flying ship yep. in the way it's meant to be and the moment after that my like mentally stunted growth of a little walnut brain is going to be like see, and i'm not going to be able to build anything i think there must be more of us than me see either
2: because i feel the exact like growing up there are two types of kids though the types of kids that want a giant bucket of assorted completely unassembled random lego pieces yeah so they can build some fucking monstrosity that looks like shit but because they're four you have to smile and go so that's great what is it it's a spaceship oh it's a cow uh, and and you know yeah the first because they're young and you get it and then the, there's us that we'd rather have explicit and detailed instructions of how to build yep. one specific thing and be proud of yeah. what we've uh, uh, you know built even though we were told what to do at every step of the way.
1: Pop it on the shelf and
2: be And happy. I'm kind of like that with video games. Like if, if if video games were the equivalent of like being spoon fed, I need them to wave the spoon around and go and make aeroplane noises, before more you spread in my mouth, otherwise I'm just because. I had the exact same thing with uh, with Tears of the Kingdom, which like I'm I can see the objects you're placing in yeah. front of me. I can see how these machines work. I can begin to connect the dots and see if I put a fan here and this there and attach this to that and glue that to that. Then I'll have a UFO. But I'm not doing it. Yeah.
0: I so I had the realization, which was when I'd seen some of the cool stuff people were building, and admittedly I was quite early on in the game. But there was like a, a high uh, piece of land that you couldn't get to, and so you obviously had to build something to get up high to it. And I ended up just chopping down, like, 15 trees and just sticking them together and stacking them really badly. And then I yeah, had yeah. to jump and claw. There was no cool, like, whatever. Yeah. Dude, that's able... the
1: reality. It's almost like you see those videos on TikTok and Instagram. It's like, oh, um, uh, TikTok uh, version and reality version. Mm. And it's like, yeah. oh, he has this woman in, like, the, the fucking hotels of Santorini and there's no one around beautiful sunset and it's like the reality is like you just next it's grim it's
0: raining yeah, yeah. yeah. but it's
1: your shoulder to shoulder it, with like um there's no filter is it Wow, well, there we go okay no but you know what i mean like yeah no it's, I, I, it's I, I do the, the, when you play that game it's not that shiny cool thing where you see like a fucking uh, a mech with a flaming dick kind of running right. around and, and destroying especially, goblins especially
2: like, when it comes to like what you need to complete your objective versus like what some people yeah. Like, you go, go back to your Minecraft example. There are some people, you go into their world, you know, in Minecraft, and you, you show them like where you've been living, for what I'm better way of putting it, and it's like a mud hut with a bed in it and a chest in it. And you go, I'm like, oh, my God, this is a bit grim. And then you go, yeah, but what, what are the two things I do in here? I sleep, and I put my shit in the box. Everything else. <laughs> He's like, and so Jonesy's chain of logs, it might be the ugliest thing ever made in Zelda. Oh, I got up. But if he got up there, then the, the job's yeah. A good. One. Yeah,
1: exactly.
0: Um, so when it comes to like other games, then what are the things that sort of okay? Well, yeah. To so sh-
1: jump out. So I'm I'm towards the mid to end of Unwake two, so maybe that's that's a good place to start. Yeah, big it's, game, it's big game. Of kind of fresh moment. Yeah, like I'm I'm really enjoying it. And I know it's funny. I was listening at the end of the year. Obviously, a lot of people were talking about their game of year, game of the year, and the rundowns, etc. And some people were really hot on it, and other people are saying, "Oh, it started off really well, and then it just kind of never got anywhere." I'm not feeling that. At all, I I think it's really good, and it definitely makes me curious as to what that DLC is going to be like, and how it's going to tie into, you know, Control Two and the Control multiplayer project, Condor, whatever they, they're yeah. calling it. Like all of that stuff is just fascinating to me. But yeah, I just I just love to see Remedy go from strength to strength. um It's cool, man. It, it the jump scare stuff never. Bothered me all that much.
2: Oh, see that they fuck with the, They've added an update now. Yeah, you can tone it down. To jump,
0: I, I would tone it down. Yeah. I'm not a fan of the. I was talking about to someone about this a couple of days ago, which was I. I like horror. I don't enjoy jump scares.
1: They, yeah, they're a it, cheap trick. It is cheap, and to be to be fair, I don't really get why they've added it to the no, game. Like, it doesn't need it.
2: They're, they're effective, and there's a sequence you experience them very, very early on. Right, like essentially in the prologue to the entire game. um and you're like oh my god that's startling and effective but they keep going and in some places in some environments they feel justified and they without getting into spoilers they change yeah. because they are, they're the literally the boilerplate definitions of jump scares where gameplay cuts to like a live action shot of someone full-screen screaming in your face. Oh, okay. Like, it is a jump scare. It's not just, like, a door opens or something. Oh, it's the worst type of jump scare as well. It is a... Yeah, it's completely
1: shoehorned in. Right. Cut to jump scare moments. But like Jamie says, it does kind of, like, evolve into... And there are narrative
2: reasons for it. And, like, the faces you see and, like, why... So it's not completely unjustified. It just... I'll put it right. it scared me. And I play a lot of video games on my own in my underwear in the small <laughs> hours of the morning. I have people around me. I can't wake up because I'll get in trouble.
1: And he's running out of underwear. So yeah. <laughs> no, but like it, it never bothered me. I guess because I could always see the signposting when that would happen. After a while, you kind of you, you notice it. But there were other parts where I was genuinely creeped out. And, and yeah. uh, like, if, if anyone is from the ATG days, you probably remember that. I don't not really scare that easily in, in horror games. I don't necessarily like horror games i'm not not trying no, to brag no. like oh yeah I can, I can, when when i could not oh. get through the door of Res- in resident <laughs> evil 7 i had to give you the control do the live streams do you remember that yeah yeah <laughs> i don't remember um but i i guess the, the thing is like there's this one section where you go to this like abandoned um what's the word like funfair that's uh, based around yeah. coffee called like coffee world something. and it there were certain moments in that and it's it's funny, it's not even the moments of you know a jump scare is coming or you know there's going to be an action sequence because all of a sudden you opened up a box and there's all this health and, and ammo and it's like, oh, okay, well, I know what's coming. It's more just like, just the tone and the atmosphere of it just really fucking got under my skin. I, I don't know how else to explain it. And I, for that reason, I hated that section. Right. But at the same time, you you got to respect it for giving you that that ick. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like it, it's a, it's a superbly crafted game it looks phenomenal that that fucking what's it north light engine yeah. It, yeah it's something else honestly and uh yeah man like so so you haven't played it i've not played any Is of there it. A reason uh, he's a pussy uh, yeah. <laughs> besides that
0: yeah. it, it was because, no purely because it was not one that i felt i needed to play as soon as it came out and the other reason was i hadn't finished alan wake and so i was kind of like But then to be fair i think jamie we spoke about it and jamie was like you don't need to finish Alan Wake." yeah she, you I can mean, just crack on, yeah. like, like,
2: like I don't know if you agree so far, but I think some elements of control are more important feed into Alan Wake Two, and I've, I've
0: finished control, so um,
1: yeah. And in fact, as you, I believe, like is it in the mid of of Alan Wake Two, you kind of get a um a rundown of what happened in Alan Wake One. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well. Yeah. In a way.
2: Yeah, you did in, <laughs> in, in its own unique way. There are lots of things that if you listen to actually what you're being told it is describing yeah. the story of right. Alan Wake the writer yeah. I
0: think Alan Wake is, a, it, is quite a it's not tough to play but it does feel dated now so I do when I was trying to play that oh, I try trying to play game. Remaster it was like yeah. um, it did I, I found myself like not well, you know sometimes you really want to go back and carry on playing a game and sometimes you're like can I be bothered yeah, or do I want to put on Netflix and watch something I've not seen yeah. I was more let's watch Netflix rather than no, play I,
1: some I, Alan I, Wake I can, I can respect that um, for a number of games but I think it's strange like thinking back on hand and wake like it's got the narrative chops and i think that's really what kind of like keeps it all together mm. the the gunplay and the action it's fine it's serviceable but it's not it's nowhere near the focus of it um it, it, it's it's one of those games where it's like if i had to explain to someone what this game was they wouldn't get it they wouldn't yeah. get why it's so special
0: Yes, and I could, obviously the narratives are the reason that it stuck around. But no, yeah. it's, it's one that I really want to play, and and kind of a bit of a sleeper hit as well. Last year was not not sleeper in that sense, but I think it it came out and no one thought it was going to be quite as good as it really was. We thought yeah, it yeah. we well, thought
1: yeah. it was going to be decent because of what we'd seen well, of it. James, I mean, like Alan Wake One, for as many I mean, you guys mentioned this on the podcast a few weeks ago. Uh, a lot of times, people are like, "Jamie, you were saying about like Silent Hill Two. Like, how many people actually fucking played Silent Hill Two yes. to be this rabid about it?" Now I kind of feel like it's the same thing with Alan Wake One. Like, oh, but then I, I played Alan Wake. Yeah, but, but but what I'm saying is like it was it's grown it, exponentially. It was, it was since a fine. What, it was on Xbox, right? Like Xbox 360. It was like it was yes. a fine Xbox 360 game. Like, yeah, and at, and at least with
2: Alan Wake, you could make the argument as many would about Remedy and the success of Control yeah. and yeah. the shared universe. You go back to Silent Hill. It's like, well, some people like Silent Hill Three, sure. So there are even some uh, very adamant and staunch Silent Hill four defenders out there, but broadly speaking, Silent Hill peaked at two. And Konami is more interested, or for a good while there, was more interested in like like leisure centres and pachinko <laughs> machines than video games. So there's no argument there on that. So I don't know. I I'm, I
0: was a because I never played Alan Wake originally. Obviously, it was only after I played Control and I really liked it, and like Remedy is such a great company. I was like, Do you know what? Let me go back and try this. It was it was a little bit similar to my Bioshock.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah. Do, do you know what would surprise me for example is if there was a really good quantum break 2 that right. came out in a few years and people <laughs> started really liking quantum, quantum break quantum it became hot but to like quantum I, break well i again. love the and idea of like, quantum
0: break i wouldn't mind a quantum break 2 i don't like, I actually
2: you know the reason into. you like the idea of quantum break is because you just said that sometimes yeah, you'd rather more TV you'd rather game. watch <laughs> netflix than play a game so you, the, you quantum Break watch was the
1: show uh, so yes yeah, well yeah. The the thing that really gets me excited though are the um Max Payne one and two remakes. Yeah, they specifically can be fucking rap specifically said as remakes rather than remasters. And I hope it's not I hope it's like an actual remake as we understand it, not Round like, up remake. Yeah, not like a, oh yeah, it's a remake, but it's the same fucking thing with just some 4K textures. But yeah, because if they do remake it, there's a chance to integrate this remedy verse in throughout that narrative. Which would be which would be sick because actually yeah. in Alan Wake Two there is a, a shout out to the Max Payne universe. Did you pick it up? Well, about the drug.
2: Oh, see, I didn't. I didn't yeah. pick up on that. I, I mean, the large parts of Alan Wake Two though also revolve around a kind of a, a copyright friendly oh, indirect yeah. Yeah, uh, <laughs> reference to Alan Max uh, to Max Payne, in so much as that there's a you know a, a fictional detective, detective from yeah. a hard boiled series. That is voiced by James McCaffrey, but well, has the face of Sam. Like, like okay,
1: oh, Josie, you got to play
2: it. man. It's fascinating. I, 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 I do and, want. And to.
1: everyone watching, if you haven't played it, like, you got to play it. Just, just to experience some of the crazy narrative chops that are going on there. Even if you have to buy grown-up nappies or diapers, whatever people oh, want d- depends. So
2: you can sit there in your own filth. I
0: mean, it's not that no scary. It's, but it's
2: not scary. It's it's just it's just. Great, it, it's, it's just great. It's Josie, it's, it's just great. It's good it's Josie, just... it's, it's, it's scary. That's not it's, it's scary.
1: You won't be tasting copper. Oh, what well,
2: I happened? I yeah. <laughs> Actually, Joe, Chris, you're right. I didn't taste any
1: copper. So I reserved the copper tasting experience exclusively for the Baker family. <laughs> nice. Um, but yeah, like other games, um, uh, a big one from Russia was Baldur's Gate 3. Yes, but I, man. I played so much Baldur's
2: Gate 3. It was absolutely Yeah, I'm sure, I'm I sure yeah, me you too. did, too. Right? Yeah, I, to I it. hate it. It hit it so hard. Actually, can I make my Baldur's Gate 3 confession now? Yeah, yeah. do it. In yeah. honour of episode 200. Do Ooh. Do it. Get ready, folks, for a revelation. I bought, played, and refunded Baldur's Gate
1: 3. <laughs> um, <laughs> that, does, that doesn't surprise me, in the least.
2: Yeah, and it wasn't because it did anything wrong. Yeah. It was because I had this weird moment where I played it for two or three hours. First night, I bought it. The next day I was like, I feel zero draw to play anymore Gate three. I could very easily get my money back. So that money eventually got spent on democracy. cursive of Eldivers too. So <laughs> nothing went to waste.
1: Fair. But yeah, like I it, it, it's
2: So you did you didn't play it.
1: No, didn't... and I'm and I'm I'm dying to play it, but here's my dilemma, fellas. I'm gonna finish Ellen Wake two. By the time I finish Ellen Wake Two, um, It's going to be time for um, Final Fantasy VII
2: Rebirth.
1: Yep. Yep. Yeah, see, he's not not that far out of the podcasting game. There we go. There we go. And then that's, I mean, that's being reported to be like a 100-hour game, which is fucking, I mean, it won't be 100 hours, but knowing me... 72 hours of Chocobo racing. Yeah, exactly. 20 hours. There's
0: something filth about a remake which is that long. I don't know what it is. I'll get for it, man. I'm here
1: for it. It's because
0: of people like
2: him, it's because of these sickos. No, but hold on,
1: when you talk about remakes, like this is the gold standard of what you should do like structurally with the remake, I would say. Because you're taking everything, you're expanding it, it's not the same, you're kind of altering stuff. But regardless, what I'm saying is, that's another fucking X amount of hours game. I still have to finish Elden Ring, which I think... My my, my current check when I've been dipping in and out is like 99 hours. I need to
0: ask though, because did you ever finish Sekiro?
1: No, I didn't. Uh it's like he never left,
2: folks. Hell he yeah. didn't he just didn't want to do it without you. That exactly. was the problem. Exactly. That's gonna be episode three hundred.
0: Gotta okay. save something. So three two more years. <laughs> I finished Sekiro. i yeah. finished Elden Ring. Yeah,
1: exactly. But, but i am halfway but through. But then you're telling the me I'm bird. gonna get in, get like sucked off. Oh, sorry, sucked in oh, sorry, sucked <laughs> off into a Baldur's Gate three game that's gonna be like sixty plus hours. Like I just don't have the time, man. I almost
0: yeah. wish I liked... You, so you made the interesting point with Baldur's Gate 3. You We know that's a fantastic game. We know loads of people have loved it. Yes. But you can play it, refund it within the two hours, knowing it's not for you, without being like, what a pile of crap. Like, you can know that it's just oh, not... Oh, yeah, it's just absolutely. Not for it's yeah. a great game. It, it's yeah. a great game.
2: You know why people love it, but it's not
0: It's not really my thing, so then I'm, I'm not... Which I think I'd be the same as you.
2: I had to operate no on instincts. Like, I'm one of those people where one of the most dangerous things I can do with food is surround myself with a larger volume of it. Right. Because if I like it, I will just keep going back and back and back. It's yeah. like crisps, for example, they're a giant family size. I don't know why they call them family-sized bags, unless that family is two midgets. They don't, <laughs> it's not a family bag. There's bags for one person who's hungry. Okay? Um, anyway, uh, I don't have to be cautious with those, because it's like I'm just not going to stop eating it till it's gone. Yeah. Baldur's Game was one of those things where was like, I, I was satisfied before I was full. Okay. Or- or I was bull without getting satire card. So there's something in there. Yeah. There's, a, there's a metaphor it, there that told me a lot of what I needed to know about how likely it was that I was going to get yeah. my money. And when you spend £45 on a whim and you know you can get that money back. It's mm. like, yeah, oh, why
1: not? Yeah. So did you do it through Steam? Yeah, it was all through Steam. Yeah, I mean, at least you had that, that opportunity. Yeah. Um, yeah, zero friction. You, you want to know a game that uh, had I bought it, I would have refunded in the uh, two hours? Yes, please starfield would you what? would you have actually
2: refunded it proper, no probably yeah.
1: I, I, mean, I, I did that i, I, I kind of did that because that was the last game i played before i cancelled my game pass <laughs> oh shit i mean that that, that is actually pretty damning
0: <laughs> i feel like that's too harsh that Star- starfield was not a, everything that we hoped it would be but i think it's too much to say that it's a game that you would it's uh, uh want to refund and cancel your game pass over
1: that they're not connected. <laughs> it just so happened to work out that way. Yeah, but but the the facts of the matter is this: it's not a good game. It's, uh, it's not it's not a good game. It's not a good game, and I, I, I can I can argue this. I'm I'm I, I'm ready. Can I can I, can I uh, do a cop out and say
2: I don't think it's that it's not a good game? I just don't think it's a good. A Bethesda RPG. It's not a good game. Uh, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's we're not in, a good.
1: We're in trouble. So, tell, tell me. Okay, I, I can, I can understand when people say, "Oh, yeah, but it's, it's, you know, it might be a good game, but it's not a good Bethesda game." But really, Bethesda games aren't necessarily good games away from the Bethesda framing, right? So as soon as you take the okay. Bethesda framing away from the game, that makes it worse. Like we, we've always said, it. There's, there's a almost a bethesda tax that you pay yeah with like the jank and everything that you say oh well that's just the bethesda game agreed all right fine and to be fair this was i I didn't have any technical issues with this game whatsoever Mm -hmm. it was solid fair play but as a game and its foundations and things that uh, you guys have kind of touched on in previous podcasts and to a degree some of the stuff that we spoke about to the initial release of, of cyberpunk 2077 where fundamentally that shit is broken. It's not a good game. Tell me how how it's not not a good game.
0: I was, okay, I I'll I start.
1: <laughs> Always a
2: good sign. I, can, I, would, I, like, I like how that implies i back him up as well. As I change it, I'm, I just need to warn you, I am not following you into the, on that battlefield. I'm staying in the trenches, buddy. So I, I'm, I, getting, I'm staying out there getting swamp foot or whatever it's called. Oh, I, f- I feel
0: like saying it's not a good game, Suggests that if you say if you are someone who enjoys that type of game, you sat down with it, you wouldn't enjoy it. I would disagree with that. I played and finished the whole thing, I played a little bit of the post game stuff, but I have not gone into it like as much as I could have done. I had enjoyed what they were putting down. Like, I think I did have some jank, I had some hard crashes, I had did have some um almost game breaking bugs, which I was lucky that I could manage to, like you know load a yeah, like, previous okay. save, and I had some weird ass Bethesda jank, like, I definitely did. Um, for me, the bit that grated on me most was like, I suppose you'd call it like the, maybe like this the way that they tried to sort of smooth the game and make it so that you could you could do things more easily. So the way you could fast travel, the way you could get around, I actually found that detracted from it a lot because I, totally. want, I wanted some more of the RPG-ness to it. I wanted to feel a bit of grating, a little bit of a grind to have to try and do stuff. And they took a lot of that out. I think they okay. did to smooth the, the experience for a lot of, but maybe more casual players, which I wish they hadn't done. But you're still not telling me why it's a good game. Because I will say that the core, that when you come break it down to the core stuff, like the the core story, the gameplay mechanics, the places that you go to, all of that for me was was fine. I, I enjoyed all of those elements. B tier, B tier. But then, but I'm, but then I would say, like I would put that back and say that that a lot of Bethesda stuff is B tier, and that when you look at it like that.
1: True, you, but you put everything have a good together. Game that everything a to, game.
0: Everything together in a Bethesda game is what elevates it to make it really good. I think the problem this game had is a lot of it is very Bethesda, but because some of the other stuff wasn't as good as past Bethesda games, we, you were you saying it's not a good game? But actually, I would say it's not that much further below a Mother Bethesda games.
1: See, I'm. I'm th- this is where I completely diverge from you because I think that this is the least Bethesda game Bethesda has released, and that is why it is bad because. All of a sudden, that Bethesda tax doesn't factor into it. I, I know, it's, in a weird way, like I know
0: what you're saying when because the, some of the best elements of Bethesda games are the between is yes. when you go from point yes. to point, and they s- they took out all the betweens in this. It was fast travel from place to place to place, which definitely detracted from yeah, the enjoyment of the world. Fast travel from place
1: to place to place, where you don't even know where you're fucking going. The mission structure is absolutely insane. I, I did not have a problem with it. It's insane. Structure. Go go to this moon. To go speak to this part person in oh, I bar, see, I see. Right on this moon, and you go and do that, and they're like, oh, yeah, he's on another fucking oh, solar okay. system. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, cool. <laughs> fast travel, fast let, travel, let, fast travel, fast travel. Let me fast track to go there, to there, to there. And it's like a, the, the world's most boring fucking crumb trail that you've got to follow. I'm not saying- Very little payoff. And in between yeah. the interstitial thing, okay, the gameplay, the gunplay game the, the gun felt fairly good to me, <laughs> mm-hmm. but also not great, right? Okay. The writing was pants. And and there was too much of a, I kind of get what they were going for, but there was maybe too much of a sense of optimism. You didn't really have these kind of like, I don't know, like like it was a very darn t- t- Tell story me a, tell line, me a properly it? memorable character from that game.
0: Uh, and the their cowboy name. and their name. No, okay, fair enough. You might, you might
1: not need to know their name. Uh, I don't. No, would like to know their name. Oh, okay.
0: Is it? I want to say Ethan, but I don't think it is. Cowboy hat guy, the with the kid.
2: Ethan cowboy hat guy. With I think we. I think that pretty much sums it. Co, Co, oh, I
1: don't know. Co- yeah, yeah, it was, co- wasn't it? He, S- co. Sam Coe co or something? Something co. Or Was that the voice I don't know, but yeah, okay, him. But what was so great about him? <laughs> his cowboy hat, his son. Yeah, his cowboy hat, and uh, no, it wasn't. It if- wasn't anything. It wasn't necessarily great
0: about him. But they, the I don't want to. Is it? Too, is why? Is it spoilers? Is is it? it Are far enough down the line if I say something that happens about him? Wait, I don't know. Like... Just pretend it's a choice. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I said, no. I, I suppose it is a choice. But when I played it. So he I actually quite like the way that they you cuz certain characters can die and certain choices you make obviously lead to characters dying and I quite and there's a thing where he travels with his daughter and you get a little bit of a relationship built up between yeah. you and the daughter and him and it's like and he's and she travels all around with him and then you make a decision not to go to the space station to fight off the um well what I can't remember what they bloody call them the uh
2: looking good. the Star
0: Ch- the Star Kids, Star Children whatever right? they're called. Star,
2: <laughs> Star children, <yeah. laughs> What are they <laughs> called? Star Kids. Yeah, so the e- Star Kids. E- Ethan and the Star e- Kids. <laughs> sounds like a, sounds like a hairband. Hair band. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: Um, but yeah, you make you can make you the know, choice so of. The, the,
2: he, he wears the cowboy hat. He wears stuff, the
0: cowboy hat. Yeah, you make they, the choice whether to repel them on Earth or whether you're going to go to the space station to try and repel them. And I did. Sure. And when you get there, he's dead. And they make a big theme And the girl's like, what? oh, my dad's dead. Oh, mate, yeah, I might have jumped back. Into that's film, spoiler you you just ruined it for me.
2: Nah, key question. Mind. You bumhole. As a last, as a dying act, does he give the kids the cowboy hat?
1: No, he's just dead. He goes, this one for you, partner.
0: <laughs> so one thing I was so one thing I'm about the
2: Starfield, the starch of baby.
0: I know that I know that people love it when I talk about game development and how easy it is. But one of the <laughs> one of the things that struck me about Starfield was it when you play it, it feels like you can you can feel the changes they made post testing, because there's some things that in yeah. the game where you're like, I'm pretty sure this wasn't supposed to happen like this, but obviously they've so there's a, there's a specific bit where you've got to get on board. Uh, 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 the collector's ship, yeah, and you've got to get you've got to get your way through, and you can fight your way through, or you can convince your way into a certain room, and then you get a piece of the um, the armory, whatever it is, yeah. And there's obviously there's all these parts of the ship where you can like make holes and blow your way through walls and climb up little bits and be sneaky, but it becomes apparent abundantly clear that you cannot actually do any of that stuff on your way back. Um, you just have to grab it and then fight everyone and, and yeah. try and escape. But that was pretty obvious to me that that wasn't how that was supposed to go down. And that maybe yeah. they got to a point where they said, "Joe you know what? We don't have time to finish this mission. Because I kept reading Reddit forums about how, about people trying to do it yeah. in a way that didn't get them aggroed. It, it, and, they, and they couldn't. It's the same no thing choice. of saying
1: like, oh, somehow people managed to board a pirate ship as it was flying out. And then it just kind of kicks you out. This is what I'm saying about it's the least Bethesda game that Bethesda's released. Because with Bethesda games, to me, it was always like a case of I mean, fucking hell, to, to be as lame as like, see that mountain, there you can go climb it. Right. It was very much a case of like, hey, do what you fucking want in our games, and we'll kind of like circumnavigate it. Whereas with Starfield, it's like, no, you can't do that, you can't do that, and you can't do that, and you can't do that. You, can't do that. If you, you can try and do that, but nothing's going to happen. And there's not really and much to do. There's re- no reason for you to do this, and mm. don't do that. Well,
0: Jamie's just- going to back me up now. Yeah, let's, no, listen- no, no, no. let's hear it from
1: you, mate. See, you guys have <laughs> forgotten what it's like to have three
2: people on the podcast. This is the night no, oh, where no, I the, get to sit the, on the fence. The, the fence I was in. literally thinking while you two were doing that, like, I didn't foresee us getting Chris back on the podcast to argue about Starfield. <laughs> but at the same time, like, it's not that Jonesy and I can't argue with one another when it's just the two of us, but it is a little bit different. Like, if one person really puts their foot down and you don't have a mediator, then for the podcast to just be two people getting at each other, like, it can be a bit awkward. <laughs> you would be. You need someone who knows that everything's okay. And, uh,. <laughs> That's what,
1: that well, you could that just, flash at, you f- just flash up, you could just flash up the graphic or something. We we, we it's also, like you two sitting on a fence or something. We, we, we like, <laughs> yeah. Like, but exactly. we
0: exchange hosting duties as well. And when you're hosting, if, it, if someone tells you something, it feels really bad to say, tell them they're wrong. You should, right? Tell
1: them. You should, you should, because you guys have been wrong on multiple. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Well, well, well yeah, we're always
0: wrong. Like <laughs> um, we're actually Joel, though. We are in a really nice place now because mm. we have already moved on to the bit what I was what I wanted to do, which was to talk about events that have happened in the past of like year what, since e? since one hundred. Yeah. Um, and Starfield was of course one of the major things that happened because it was supposed to be big game it was post um, uh, obviously Bethesda and Xbox getting together so I've got a couple more a couple more things that have happened mm. and that I'd like to get your guys opinions on yeah shoot uh, it's keeping it with Xbox then at the moment so Phil Spencer um, admitting uh, I guess this is last year that the Xbox had effectively lost out to PlayStation yeah. and they they know they've, they'd lost the console war do I have to do quotes yeah. they lost the console war uh, there was a bit of backlash to that. A lot of Xbox uh, people did were really not not happy. A lot of PlayStation fanboys were uh, very very happy. <laughs> this um, was
2: sure. I think I remember this specifically because again, this I don't know if you feel the same way, but this is the kind of thing that I've been watching and gagging to have a podcast to go on, just to be able to speak my mind. Yeah. But when uh, Redfall was coming out, I oh, yeah. was absolutely getting slaughtered, and Phil Spencer went on. Was it one of the kind of funny podcasts? Yeah, yeah. And it was this really candid interview where he, yeah, he gave a lot of the information that Jonesy just discussed. Um, it, it's I will say, as well as a little precursor to this discussion, it's very interesting to see the moves that Xbox have continued to make in the aftermath or, of that admission. Yes. Some of which is backed up by Phil's sort of admission that the console wars are ostensibly over if they to ever existed. Yeah. Um,
1: but yeah. It's yeah. a weird, it's a weird minefield out there. It's interesting, man. So, uh, what did you guys think about um, the news about some Xbox games coming multi-platform, like first-party Xbox?
0: <sighs> I see, Jamie made Jamie nailed it there. Like this is so. Since Phil Spencer saying Xbox have actually got into a position whereby they've they've lost the console war. If you if you take that as like where they're at, yeah. and then you then say okay, they're going multi-platform, I think it totally makes sense. The backlash that they've then had to that. To people saying that that's it, they're going to like throw their Xbox out the window or whatever.
2: I think is
1: <laughs> like, did you see these influencers claiming they were retiring oh, and things like that? Right, listen, they they can all go jump. These are the same fucking <laughs> influencers that set up a camera, do the lighting, and then hit record while they're off camera, and then come into camera, sit down, and go. <laughs> oh, <sighs> I lo- I love
0: it when you sort of, there's things you don't notice and then someone points it out and it's like it's exactly they just bullshit. I,
1: I've, I've I've tried to make this video. Five times. <laughs> All right, mate. So then you. you so this is your fifth fucking take. Who gives a shit? Just get on with it. Like yeah. you, you're apologising or you are breaking. News that that makes
2: me hope that we get to do a super show apology one day. So you can do that. <sighs>
1: yeah, I'd love to I've, do it. I've I've, I've deleted and re-recorded yeah. this video so but many I've times. I've tried so hard, and then you bring puppies on to kind of distract yeah, people. Absolutely, dogs. yeah, I, I I think, I think maybe there's a, You can look at it at a different way, right? Is Losing the console wars, but maybe maybe it's losing the console battle, but not the war. We've often talked about that is how Xbox
0: yeah. may be losing battles, but actually they they've seem to have more of a long term goal to win the Completely. war than PlayStation.
1: I, and I think like listening to your podcast a couple of weeks back where you were talking about this stuff, I, I very much align with it. I think Xbox is playing 40 chess with this. Right. Yeah. But I think I think the one thing that you guys gotta remember though is like when when looking at why they're doing this what are they going to start playing PlayStation's game are they going to try and catch up to PlayStation or they're just going to forge their own path which is what Nintendo's done and it would be very successful at it see they, I, f- Nintendo we always talk about Nintendo blue sky thinking blue, uh, blue ocean thinking whatever it is and they they're not in the console because they've taken themselves out of it because they've understood that you can't f- you let's put it this way if you are always Following the pace being set by your competitor, you'll yeah. never win. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Absolutely. I can see that. Right.
2: Unless, like in the uh Beijing two thousand and eight <laughs> game, you stay in their slipstream long enough that you actually are going faster than them, even though you're still behind. And them, then you, you can slingshot it, it. Yeah. And then
1: so, that's true. That's true. So I, I so never thought X- that.
2: I've, but then I don't uh, I don't think Xbox is it... slingshotting. I don't think there's any NASCAR <laughs> going on here. No,
1: but you know you know what is happening is I, I truly believe this. PlayStation, this generation, have set themselves up amazingly and they've completely dropped the ball. You wait,
2: you set themselves up amazingly this generation.
1: Yeah, so in other words, the PlayStation Five and how fucking successful it's been. Yes, and the opportunities that come with being such a successful console. Yeah, yeah. And seeing what they've done. Oh, with I all see. Of the, all of that positioning—it is surprising. They've completely dropped yeah. the ball. And but you know,
2: that, I think fuck Jim Ryan has gone. That's the almost like the PlayStation parable to a certain extent is that become you know like the like the Beatles and bigger than Jesus or whatever. Yeah. Rest on your laurels. Say, oh shit, everyone caught up, and then
1: have to. Yeah. So so look at it this way, right? You've you got someone like Phil Spencer and, and he very openly says, we cannot compete with them. Mm-hmm. And, and you don't need to be Phil Spencer to see that. Like you just look at the raw numbers. It's quite fucking obvious. Yeah. You know, when, when we talk about, we think about the console generation where it was 360 and PlayStation 3 and, you know, arguably PlayStation 3 was the worst of all the Playstations in, in kind of perception. Yeah. When you look at sales, it's still madly outsold the Xbox 360. Which was the strongest Xbox has, has has ever been.
0: There is something weird about how PlayStation managed to every every generation they seem to pull something like this. Like the t- I remember at the time when the PlayStation 5 came out and it was like, everyone wanted one. No one could get one. You yeah. wonder how much of that is like manufactured. And when you look back, it's, it's
1: like, well, they created this idea yeah, that- Yeah, but it wasn't necessarily manufactured on purpose though, right? Like COVID did yeah, it. Yeah, no, 2020, there's of a lot going on.
0: But I, what I mean is I never heard anyone saying, you can't get it. And, and it was true that the Xbox was sold out like a lot yes, yeah. as well. Yeah. But the what everyone was talking about was how you couldn't get a PlayStation 5. I didn't, I didn't hear as many people talking about well, oh, I just, got, I just the, can't
1: the, get an Xbox. But this is what I mean by them completely dropping the ball because if you look at the launch titles, mm-hmm. I felt that PlayStation had a good launch title and a lot of potential because obviously you'd know that a second God of War and a second Spider Man were coming. Yeah. Yep. You know, and potentially goes to Tsushima. Miles Morales. What, yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So Miles Morales kind of like leading, like, oh, yeah, you know, fuck. It, yeah. it was a really strong launch. And since then, yes, we've had strong PlayStation games, but not near enough. And I can understand the reasoning for it to a degree of it being COVID-based and it being Jim Ryan wanting to shift more to a, towards service games. Mm-hmm. Which, funny enough, the reporting was saying, "Oh, they're going to start pulling back on that." But now with the and
0: some big ass failures when you look at yeah, something but, like, but
1: they've also just had a massive success in Helldivers. Divers. So yes, you yeah. know, it, it's yeah, who knows? But my 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 point is this: they've completely fumbled it. So what? If I was Phil Spencer, which is probably what he's doing, is he's saying, okay, we're not going to beat them on the hardware front. Mm-hmm. We are definitely beating them on the services front. That's undeniable. Mm-hmm. Okay. But what what if we kind of become almost hardware agnostic? If we right. know we're never going to win the, the hardware game, then yes, we can still put out hardware, but we don't yeah. need to compete with them. Yeah. But the, it makes perfect sense. The, the only part that is somewhat
2: confusing to me, though, and- admittedly, this is without knowing what the bottom lines look like and how much money is being spent, how much revenue needs to be generated and so on and so forth, is that I think that absolutely is a path that makes sense for Xbox if that leads to you know, greater revenue generation and strengthens the business overall. And I think when you look at... Phil didn't say the name of the four games
1: that are going... Oh, you, you um, can, but you, everyone knows... We can figure them out, okay? Can, so Hi-Fi Rush, Yep, guaranteed. see if these is going to be yep. the, the community-driven... He said two community-driven games. That was Sea of Thieves and Grounded. And Grounded, yeah, perfect yeah. sense, because you want those communities to be as big as possible, especially hearing his comments, what, last week, when he said he doesn't understand who it's benefiting by um, Helldivers being gated to PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. You know, so you look at that, and you're like, well, those make sense. And then what, what was the... what would be the uh, So one? it would be uh, Pentiment and Hi-Fi Rush are the
2: two right, yeah. single-player games that he almost described as them not really being, like, big high-profile exclusives yeah. to begin with just I, games that yeah. almost happen to be exclusives
1: because what are you are he's saying there or obsidian yeah what he's saying there effectively is um starfield is not oh, going, sorry going off Xbox and um uh Indiana Jones is going to be Xbox exclusive which you know at first at first temporarily but this this is the right thing it's like you you have a window of exclusivity and then you let it you let it spread its wings especially because if your focus is not on hardware your focus is on software that's all fine but really when your focus is not on hardware your, your focus is going to be on services yeah and if you want to people get people attached to your service offer it a good price which they do offer a good service which they do and you offer the exclusives which they have so like their game pass thing will keep going and that's going to be what their focus is and yeah. then the hardware's almost peripheral to all of it it's almost like hey here's another way of playing our games if you want to i agree
2: and i think the strategy that they will take i think they'll look at how those four games fare and that strategy will continue to inform which other games go multi-platform yeah. and when and and i think there are arguments we made and some of this we might have touched on in in previous podcasts but like i think more and more we're going to look at community-driven games as making sense to be cross-platform in the same way that no one is scratching their heads over Minecraft being on PlayStation or Destiny 2 yeah. being on Xbox, yeah. despite the fact that they're both obviously owned by the other company. Um, and then Hi-Fi Rush, Pentiment, and things like that then become unique examples or fringe cases of, for any one of those that does blow up and you get a Hi-Fi Rush 2, you've got a, we talked about this, I think, where you maybe you do a year of console exclusivity on Hi-Fi Rush 2, and you have potentially millions of Hi-Fi Rush fans stuck on PlayStation or maybe you just do other really cheeky low blows. Like the one I remember from the launch of Psychonauts 2 is that Psychonauts <laughs> 2, perhaps to fulfill some kind of like um, crowdfunding thingy, I'm oh, not really yeah, sure so why. Un- it was unfree. But, but Psychonauts 2 came out on PS4, but it never got patched or re-released for the PS5. Yeah. It, it very intentionally. Yeah. But it did obviously get all the Xbox Series X and so So if you have an Xbox Series X, you can play a great version of Psychonauts 2. If you
1: have a PS5, You'll play a kind of shitty version yeah. of Cyclops too. Well, so this is the thing. Like in, in the podcast I was listening from you guys a couple of weeks ago, you were talking about, oh, w- would Starfield be a, a good proposition on on PlayStation? And Jonesy, you were emphatically, oh yes, yes. This is where I have a big, cut, <laughs> a hard disagreement. Here we go. Well, that's because we've already we've already known why. Rada. Because you think Starfield's a terrible game. Never mind that. W- Name me a Bethesda game that has ever performed well on PlayStation hardware. Oh, in terms of like like actual performance actually running (laughs) wrong wrong it doesn't fucking exist okay because because the 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 reason why bethesda was picked up by by microsoft is because it was such a simple thing because bethesda's always been microsoft forward you could say right right they had their big break with the 360 and oblivion that was their biggest break and that's kind of like you could say that that almost defined them as a company Mm -hmm. and then going forward all the like Skyrim on, on, on what was a PS3, PS3 3, yeah. was borderline unplayable. I oh, that's
0: bullshit. It's not. Bullshit. I played hours and hours and oh, no. hours and hours and hours of Skyrim, <laughs> I PlayStation.
2: 3. I've, I've done it before, I'll do it again. I'll use the Red Dead Redemption example. <laughs> How many of us truly knew we were playing Red Dead Redemption at sub 720p resolution and not hitting 30? How many of us knew? No, that no, that was I'm, happening?
0: I'm, I'm not saying that I knew that it wasn't very good. What I'm saying is, <laughs> just to say it was not borderline unplayable. Like I spent hours playing. I admittedly looking but, back, yeah. maybe it wasn't the best version of that mate, game. Mate, it listen, been.
1: I, I went, I went through half but then of Cyberpunk 2077 pre-fix patches, so <laughs> <laughs> I, I know yeah. what it's like to play a broken game like, and think it's okay. You know, okay. you know, at the beginning of like Band of Brothers, it's just, it's
2: just like all the old dudes talking about the tours <laughs> of all they did. I played Cyberpunk before yeah. the first patch. <laughs> we basing on saying we should have medals. Yes, and yeah, right. right.
0: Um, okay, but I, I think that's. But then at the time, I think we knew that the Xbox was better than the PlayStation anyway. So we knew that what we were going to get on PlayStation wasn't going to be as good. So you kind of were allowing for that anyway. I'm not. Yeah. Gi- I'm not. Doesn't mean I'm giving them a pass. But I will say that is pretty far removed from where we're at with this console generation. If they if they release a substandard part, uh, version of Starfield yeah, on PlayStation but- Five. I think yeah, it would be super obvious very quickly, and nobody would be no yeah. one would be happy about it, but they yeah of course they, they could easily make a a ported version which ran absolutely fine and was 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 perfectly acceptable,
1: yeah but it's a shit game, so it doesn't matter
0: i um, I'd see i this is this is the thing this is, we have this, this is the same thing that I think we, we talked about suicide squad if starfield was released by someone else and wasn't a Bethesda game and didn't have the uh, you know the length of uh, the longevity of um uh, production that it had et cetera et cetera et cetera. When that came out, be, I don't think you'd be calling it a shit game. I, I think oh, you would. I, I, Do you think so? I, yeah, think, I think I think you'd I think be you saying would. it. Well, I think you'd be saying it was a seven, a no, seven no. and a half. I, also think I, think a was a lazy, I
2: think that was a lazy argument as well. Like if Shindler's List was directed by a sixteen-year-old, <laughs> that would be more impressive. Like, if be, like, like, <laughs> All if, right. what are we talking about?
0: i there's a lot of. If that
2: goal Leonel Messi just scored was scored by a toddler, you would change your opinion on it. Let me tell you. But, no, but well, Yes, of course I well, would. I, I'm not saying if it was made by an indie, I'm saying it was
0: still a A development game. I think we would. I think a lot of people who
1: were annoyed by Starfield. Okay, let me have let, let a little let's, 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 let's take Bethesda out and I'll put in another game studio and you tell me if your, your idea still holds true, okay? Okay. Starfield. Yeah. By Ubisoft.
0: Chicken. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Well, I wouldn't, you have, could... know, I wouldn't have known about it because they wouldn't have marketed it. Well, it's true. <laughs>
1: exactly. but it's, just,
0: it's just like... Oh, no, no, what, no okay. Fair, look, enough, fair field enough. aside, I think... There's a weird thing in this day. Currently, there is a weird thing in this day and age, and it seems to have happened multiple times now, whereas Solid Studios seem to release subpar offerings that should have seemed like easy wins. It's happened yes, quite a few oh, yeah. times in the last few years. And I, I think that... I don't know. I, maybe I'm being very lenient on, on Bethesda, and I think that they shouldn't get as, as much. Because, Joe you know, I, I, I feel like I would have stopped playing that game if it was as shit as everyone says it is. And I'd kept playing it because I was like, oh, this game's all right.
2: No, you do that sometimes. <laughs>
0: well, just keep playing. Just, just stick with it. You just do, a,
2: you do just
1: through do that stubbornness. That yeah.
0: I yeah. want to finish this crap piece of shit. Yeah.
1: You, to Maybe. be fair, there there is a, there is an Alex Jones element to all of this. You're right. Some it's, games you finish by accident as well. Do you ever do that where you just
0: realize you you've played it enough that it's finished? Yeah. It's like, oh, like, oh, it's ended. Oh, okay. how did I do that?
1: That that was that game. Then. There's other
0: games you seem to play forever and they never yeah. finish.
1: Yeah. Like, oh. Yeah. But look, I I think I think the crux of it is this. I think the optics of it is people get concerned that xbox are doing bad things but in in my point of view like when you actually stop and step away from it and look at the bigger picture i think they are doing everything right while playstation potentially maybe not doing every everything wrong but have done a lot of damage and, <laughs> and now it's up to fucking it was it herman holst to yeah uh, kind of pick up the reins and, and whoever the um the japanese uh president of playstation at the moment is like they've They've got to work themselves back up, but I think what what's lucky for them is that a lot of the public perception is not actually stepping back mm. and looking at the bigger picture. They're still right there in the forefront, and in the forefront, PlayStation is killing it. But it's not; it's, it's not killing it at all. Yeah. If you look at that most recent um, state of play that they had, I know you were you were very happy with what you guys saw, but but only because of Death Stranding. Yeah, sure, but but ultimately, okay, when you look at that as the, the, look at it this way. The first state of play that you've got in a year, it's got to be a case of saying, this is our best foot forward for the rest of the year. And I just don't think it, it was that. No, you're absolutely right. I, I, the, let, let, let's no, make, make no mistakes about it. Like
2: 2024 for PlayStation at the moment is, yeah, hopefully, well, actually, you know, DS2 2025, so it's not even that. It's Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. That's the slam dunk. Yeah. It's uh, Rise of Ronin, it's Stellar Blade, mm. and which and was, so, and it was Helldivers 2.
0: Which, look, worryingly, the amount of coverage that they got well, in that state of play was, back. was like, why have we spent half an hour just looking at those two games? Like, oh, this is our 2024.
2: Got, is it goes gonna, back, mate. Chris, I don't, this is another thing so you would have missed. I don't know if you remember having anything to chime in on at the time, but obviously not quite E3, you know, Summer Game yeah. Fest, I guess, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 2023. And the, the PlayStation Showcase, where, of course, they unveiled a lot of their live service titles like Concord, and fail safes yeah. and like weird, weird stuff <laughs> like that and you're like okay and then you sat there and you realised that other than uh, you know a big splash for Spider-Man 2 at the end you know the hey the Last of Us multiplayer isn't here and it turns out the Last of Us multiplayer doesn't even it's exist not anymore yeah. exactly yeah. And, and I remember talking at the time go back and watch like the same uh, E3 relative to the life cycle of the PS4 and it was E3 2016 and it was like oh yeah Death Stranding 1's a thing Spider-Man's a thing, but also Horizon Zero Dawn is a thing, and God of War is a thing, and Day's Gone is a thing, and Shadow of the Colossus is a thing. And they were just going fucking mental. Yeah. And now you sat yeah. there going like, I, hope, I don't know what Concord is, but I hope it's fun. <laughs> is is this
0: the result of the extended game development process now? Uh, Because I, you had, they had to have made these plans so long ago in order for us I, to well, be
2: seeing the fruit now in the weird... I think Sony have admitted as much that yeah. there was a shift internally towards... Uh, You know, live service titles. 100%. And there was all those talk. Do you remember that there was all that talk about the reason they bought Bungie was for their expertise and how Bungie had a hand in the the initial delays that The Last of Us Multiplayer suffered because they said it wasn't up to snuff. And now some of that stuff is bearing fruit with Helldivers. Some of it's it's still coming, like Concord and FailSafe. Um, But there is also, there does also seem to be an admission that it's, I think, live service game development is the more lucrative uh, way of g- going about yeah. things, but it's the more risky way of going about things, sure. and there's a higher rate of project cancellation, there's a higher rate of project failures, um, and and I do think the pendulum, and this is why we're kind of looking at 2025 for PlayStation 5 in the way we are, uh, there will be a pendulum swing back the other way, where we'll get our Concords and our fail safe this year, and more and more of them will fail, even things that look promising out of the gates, like the finals, will disappear, yeah, yeah. disappear into the ether, and I think foam stars, will... foam stars, foam stars as well. Yeah, even with the, the PlayStation Plus uh, launch boost, <laughs> like there will be, there will still be people who will say, "But oh, what if we're the next Hell And that will motivate some people. But I do think there will be a swing back towards the prestige, packaged, premium title. I think it's happening already. Yeah, and I, and I and I think and this hopefully this isn't just blind optimism for me. I think that look, PlayStation still have a chance. I don't know if you how you feel about this, Chris. With some of your thoughts mm. on Blazers in the moment, but I think there's a chance they end the generation on a surprisingly strong note when things like Naughty Dog's next game and Wolverine and stuff like that all come about in 2025, six, seven, and all all of a sudden the last three years of the two to three years of the generation are populated by some very big, you know, you know, however many, yeah, like
1: yeah.
2: And, 10, and, before Chris
0: comments on that, can I remind you of the uh, the Sony quote? Uh, that we heard recently, which was that Sony told investors they won't release any big first-party games of their main franchises before
1: 2025.
2: Yeah, but but at the same time, which is which is like don't...
1: a year and a half away, a but, year
2: away, whatever. But that's in the same in the same same token. We know they're working on them. Like we know Naughty Dog are making something. We know Sucker Punch are making something. We know Insomniac are making everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone, Chris. What, what are you saying? Big finish for for PlayStation? Yeah, no, before I, they
1: move on? I, and I think there will be. And I think you know what the thing is. They. Their their foundation is such that that's all they really need to do to end off that generation in the band. But I'd, I'd be remiss- does that does that give them a pass? Well, this is the thing. I'd if they because they be started to, strong, I'd be
0: remiss to say if they, if they finish thing. strong. Do you reckon that that means that we'll all got amnesia for the years in the middle when we didn't really have much I, going I, on? I, I just lament the consumer.
1: I know I'm sounding like fucking I don't know uh, CNBC here, but I, I, <laughs> but I do like like partly because I'm a fucking consumer. And how yep. many fucking PlayStation games have I bought? Compared to PlayStation Four, like it's it's a bit ridiculous, actually. Like it's yeah. it's from a consumer point of view, when we are spending X amounts of money buying into X kind mm. of ecosystem, or maybe I should say PS ecosystem, it's like why why do we have to have a good launch followed by a strong finish to feel good about a generation, and then a, a damp squid middle? Yeah, like it's like a it's like a it's
0: like a middle-aged man. All right, top. All right, bottom. Squidgy in the middle.
1: Oh, I was you going to talk
2: about like intercourse. Mm. Like starting, quite, <laughs> starting quite strong, full of energy. In the middle, <laughs> fails. You, you get yeah. a bit sweaty. You get a bit tired. It turns to spaghetti a little bit. And <laughs> he yet, just, just rolls over sweet-
0: and goes, "You get on top." Yes. Yeah.
2: yeah. You have, you have, no, you have to cram it in with your thumb. And it's oh. like, once it's in, it will stay in. But like it's spaghetti right now. So bit <laughs> and then for the last minute, he's
1: like, "Oh, energy again. <gasps> I'll finish it off." Yeah. He's like, actually. This is. A, but it's, it's 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 tiring, but it's working. It's, it's not fair on the consumer, and I just think it's like a completely missed opportunity for PlayStation. Like, it, it's clear that we've got no skin in the game of who's our top, like, you know, Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo. Like, it's all good. no mind. But, yeah. but it's, it just kind of feels like... <laughs> it, 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 you know what it feels like? With Jim Ryan specifically? It's like, oh, yeah, we, we fucking won out the gate, so that's all we need to do.
0: Is there not some... Okay, but when we're talking about game development and how long it takes and everything, I, I would assume a big part of this was games that should have started development 2020 and obviously because of COVID and everything yeah, sure. there's now a bit of a we've got a bit of a spot a, a hole where some games that would have kicked off development hardcore then and been releasing now because you can't you have to imagine that when they had the PlayStation 5 life cycle in front of them they had some uh, like tempo clips the tempo clips tempo games that they were like yeah bang bang like 24, 23, 24, 24 these are the games that yeah. are going to be big for us and then two thousand twenty twenty three. 2023 on twenty four, they weren't like. Actually, we need a couple more. <laughs> a slide yeah, but
1: into I, I, I see what you're saying, and I, I don't necessarily disagree with it. But there is another side of this, which is saying, if that's the case, okay, how how long do you need to develop a game? Okay, yeah, we're we're in twenty twenty four. Yeah, okay, and I think what we could say is like. So, we've seen Kojima come out and say, okay, here's Death Stranding 2. It's going to come out next year. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, let's take an idea of games coming out in 2025. Okay. Yeah. And work back even to the start of COVID, yeah. the launch of the PS5. That's a five year development cycle. I know it's not the easiest five year development cycle. Yeah. But a five year development cycle could get you some pretty fucking sick games, even by today's AAA standards. Yeah. Agreed. agree. Totally. Yes, agree. Okay. Comment. So, what I'm saying is when we've got a, um state of play at the beginning of the year to show you what the future of PlayStation is going to look like. Yeah. And that's what you show, that's not good, enough. It's no, I agree.
0: I do I do agree. Like, that that stay of play. Yeah. Is I fair.
1: I understand the sentiment. And we we've been proponents of it as well saying like, hey, maybe just don't announce stuff if you're not ready or sure when the release will be. Oh, but, so but I... there is the, the the difference there is like saying Okay, but we also want to know that there is some cool shit coming Yes.
2: Yeah. Like we used to joke about like all the time how easily Ubisoft could crush a press conference by just teasing Splinter Cell on Saturday night. <laughs> yeah. Like sometimes hearts and minds aren't that hard to win. Yeah, yeah. So
0: it is it is true. I mean it is it is very difficult and it is tricky because to know what's going on exactly and where things are failing, falling down, where things are failing. But I yeah, I completely agree the
1: PlayStation so, didn't have yeah, not get, done. Just- Fucking get, get Insomniac to just stop making one of their fifty games and just, and just make another fucking Wolverine trailer. I, I understand why they maybe didn't because of the leak and everything, but like, but that's what they need to do. They, they've clearly got a lot in the like a yeah. lot of plates boiling. I would just yes. take a little ladle and give us <laughs> a little scoop. <laughs> give
0: us, a, give us some gameplay. Just give spell. us Wolverine just stabbing someone but, right through. A... Like, Jim,
1: you were nice. saying it the other day on on on. The super show pod were you saying Oh, oh, nice. oh you're a listener. Right? I, I'm a <laughs> a, a, a long time listener, first time caller. Um we we were talking about we Death Stranding. Yeah. And we're saying that first trailer came out with like head scratches, then the second trailer, yeah. and then the third trailer, and it's just like it was a nice build up for that particular game. Yes, it was. All right. And why can't we have similar build up ups? Um I don't know. I don't have a good <laughs> I don't have a good answer for you. I, I can tell you why. Because Jim Ryan didn't put well, his finger out. you're laying a lot of blame on no, the feet. You no, know, I am Ryan. because you're not. He, then, he he should deserve it. And if it's not him, the, here's the thing: the he, Captain the, goes down with the ship. He's the captain of the ship, and and if the captain fucking gets, if, if the ship gets stranded on an island, blame the fucking captain. Like this is this simple. But then build fact. up, build up such, like. I remember the
2: build up to God of All Ragnarok, which ended up being a phenomenal game, not yeah. pleasing everyone, least yeah. of all Jonesy. And like I remember you, I don't know how much you want to reminisce about <laughs> this, but you were getting. Pretty deep into some conspiracy theories about <laughs> when it would come out and how much, how big it was, and how much work they'd done, how much of a fully fledged secret it would be, because oh, because of the cadence of trailers and the length of trailers, or how much was being shown in trailers. Yes, like it, is a, it's a fine art.
0: <laughs> no, it is for sure. But I, I would even say that the the DS two is an interesting one for me because I know whilst I was happy with the DS two trailer, I know you were very happy with DS2. the DS two trailer. <laughs> I know a lot of people. Please did- DSTOTB. Sorry, I didn't <laughs> on oh, 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 the beach. Still the worst day in gaming. Um, I know a lot of people that would not have been happy that that was the thing that play, a lot of PlayStation fans would be hanging their hat on because they were like, not interested in Death Stranding 1, didn't think it was that great, didn't really get it, and were like, Death Stranding 2, really? And that kind of worries me a little bit in that the biggest, most exciting thing in the state of play for me, a lot of people I know, when I say to them, then, "Did you see State of Play? Did you see Death Strand 2? and they're like, "Oh, I'm not bloody Death." But then the State of
2: Play is a thing that happens every month or two. I don't think it matters what you quote unquote hang your hat on. Yeah, but it no, no, but it that's 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 that's, month, that's like the next could be the next two be. years or whatever. We
0: like Chris was saying. Well, it's there's, a, there's, there's a lot nothing of else has
2: been announced that, that can start, um, Yes, which then taps back into what Chris is saying about when do you build the hype cycle and like why like when is the right time to start. Teasing or showing logos. I mean,
1: to be fair, it's, quite, then it's you... right now it's shifted to uh, summer of gaming, right?
2: Yeah, but
0: then you can't even, please then, everyone. That wasn't even that wasn't even that good, was it? Like with with the announcements and well, a lot it was of people. Like, it's was, it was a lot better than the year before, and the year before was a lot. Yeah, better and the now that E three has been officially yeah. A6 completely. I guess it's, it all you know, depends Andy's on gonna...
2: like what what teams are ready for at different times. Like very you true. like Ubisoft were in a weird situation where in twenty twenty three at Summer Game Fest. They were in a good spot for a few things, and we had the first proper look at Avatar. We had Star Wars Outlaws, which have yeah. I been mean, caught a lot of people off guard. Yeah, but Prince of Persia: The Lost Crown. Like all of a sudden, Ubisoft—you know—for one, like for as much as they are still kind of in a sticky patch right now, in the midst of Skull and Bones release. <laughs> um, yeah, they had a, they had a strong show. It's and it's all about timing, but I can totally appreciate that. Like marketing teams are panicking the world over because, on the one hand you want to start building an awareness and building a hype and building a community and a fan base and so on and so forth. And yet, on the other hand, you know, The Elder Scrolls 6 and Metroid Prime 4 are still being openly mocked for yeah. how badly they got it wrong with their you know, well, and don't get me wrong, Bethesda new, intentionally got the ES6 uh, reveal quote-unquote wrong. Like, yeah. That was very much on purpose. But I don't think that was a plan with Metroid Prime 4 <laughs> to announce it and then disappear for six years or whatever it's been. But
1: then again, that's Nintendo. Nintendo do what Nintendo do. They they
2: do, but they don't often do that.
0: (laughs) Speaking Nintendo of Nintendo. Ooh, yeah. Switch 2. Yeah, yeah. uh, Something to look forward to. We obviously already touched on the fact that Nintendo are kind of a a beast unto themselves.
1: Yeah, and I think you guys have already spoken about how all the reports are saying that the Switch 2 is going to be coming out uh, beginning of next year. Yeah. Which is is fair timing. I would have thought that maybe they would have tried to um, bring it... In for holiday season this year, I mean that would that would make a lot of sense if they could get it out before Christmas. Well, because right, because like w- w- looking at their their first party output, uh, Princess Peach.
2: Uh, oh yeah, su- yeah. Super
1: costume no, fun yeah. time <laughs> and um, dress up dress up Peach yeah, really and and, so a, so and, a, and, a, and a and a remake of Donkey Mario, Don- Mario Don- Donkey yeah. Kong. Yeah, yeah like it's not it's not a lot. That's not a lot. And I was thinking that when they first announced those at the end of last year is kind of saying, ah, this makes perfect sense. Those are their two wind-down games. Yes. They're getting, and that's the, that's it for their first party, and clearly that rings true because there's no other mention of first-party Nintendo stuff. Yeah. Because they're going to get ready for, let's say, a March reveal of um, Switch 2. Yeah. With the launch getting close or ready to be launched for holiday season 2024.
0: Okay. So this is where we get to the
1: juicy juicy, meaty fruity oh. part.
0: You did not like Jamie and I's perspective on um, a couple of aspects that we talked about of Switch 2. And so I'm going to get you to talk about them <sighs> Yeah, but this is awkward now because I don't really remember what... Oh no, I'm going to give them to you. There's <laughs> there's only a couple that I'm going to touch on. Yeah. Uh, and you have history of nailing hardware and compatibility issues. So yeah. when it comes to the backwards compatibility of Switch 2's ability to play Switch 1 games, I think Jamie and I agreed that Switch 2 would probably... Not have not be out of place, which won games because they're going to want to resell.
2: Yeah, I. I or is that I, not I, I what you said? I don't remember what I said. I, I, I said I
0: said it wouldn't. I said they will. I said it is Nintendo. They will do everything they can <laughs> to remake games from the Switch see, to re-release yeah. on the Switch. I, too. I, I
2: think there's a part of Nintendo that would love if no we're, compatibility. If we're talking I'm about saying. upgrades, like the prospect that you know the, the the thing that people can going to be talking about very openly is: is there a way of playing a better looking or better running way a version of either of the zelda games
0: ps4 ps5 upgrade version kind of thing sure. you own the game you I, pay for I, I
2: think i can see nintendo charging for that
0: i can see uh, what's it called mario kart
1: 8 re-released
0: for <laughs> a full price for the switch 2 and is not compatible so i was what
1: are you saying yeah. so i think initially i was thinking that the switch 2 would not have backwards compatibility okay I was pretty staunch on that one actually right but i think I've, i think i've kind of softened on it but it's it's hard to tell, but it's, let's let's do some let's do some group therapy. Okay, so, are you ready? Lie Chris, okay. lie down. This is the th- no, don't, actually no. Like, no, don't, 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 You ruined you, the shark. You ruined knits. the show. Your, uh-huh. your
2: in my pillow. All right. So you're
1: getting Jamie's bed. Bench- you're, you're getting something really special right now. The folks at home. All right. Uh, well, look. It, traditionally, what, what's happened with um, Nintendo when they had backwards compatibility is that there was a way for for you to utilize the same kind of disc. Yep. Okay. But really, when was there backwards compatibility? NES to SNES? No. Nope. SNES to Dreamcast? No. Dreamcast to GameCube? No. Nope. GameCube to Wii? Yes. You're outside of my comfort zone now. I don't. Wait, hang on. I, I, I wasn't was Dream Zone. I
2: started good. drifting off at some point. Yeah, the Dreamcast got mentioned. so
1: that's a Sega console. Oh, sorry. I'm, I meant uh, N64, yes. N64 I, I, yeah. N64,
2: One thing I was, day I I was say, like, I'm out. Definitely
1: I, uh... did not work on the Dreamcast.
2: Yeah. I can't play Sonic Adventure <laughs> 2 on the GameCube. I was, um, I was like, you're out of my comfort zone already. One, I, one I, one don't, say, not, yeah. I don't. I'm not. I wasn't Nintendo really, at that time. Rapidly changing form factors. Through cartridges to slightly different cartridges. But this is what I'm saying. So small discs to big discs. Yes, so... So and they which, have been getting better.
1: So the only reason that we had um, backwards compatibility was because, yes, you could take a small disk and put it into the big slot. Story of my life. Like, E-L. I know all about it. Hmm. Then You lie down again, because we, yeah. there's clearly more to work through. Then I, I never had a Wii U, so I don't know, but I, I imagine it was the same kind of crack going on there. Okay, um, then, went, then went to Switch, and Switch obviously used went back to cartridges from mm-hmm. disks. So if we think about what the form factor for the Switch 2 will be, It'll probably. It would make sense to use the exact same cartridges. They they haven't hit the theoretical limit of those cartridges, per se. Surely because they're kind of supplementing it by downloads.
0: I was going to say. I I don't know the the statistics, but I would have thought the majority of Switch players are now downloading rather than using cartridges. I mean, yeah,
1: got... but you will never get away from using a cartridge
2: on a on a on so a don't Nintendo think
0: device. Don't think it's possible that they just go completely download. I mean, no, I
2: mean for you and me, sure, but for for kids. Yeah. yeah. No. that's... There's and, too many Nintendo Switch 2 under Christmas trees every year for yeah. that to be like <laughs> a <laughs> yeah. digital-only Yeah,
1: like, you've you, you got to remember the thing with Nintendo that people forget so often. It's a fucking kids' company. Yes, yes. It's a kids' company where their stuff just happens to kind of, you know... Um... Some 35-year-olds play as well. Oh, and they also have just the worst online infrastructure and... Oh, it's nasty, the service side. Like, they are so behind yeah. when it comes to the internet so, in like Embarrassingly behind. Yes. Or, almost like as if we're living in a simulation kind of behind. But so... So look, in terms of, like, form factor, there's no reason why they can't be backwards compatible. Okay. And I think, actually, if if they're looking... And this is the thing, because I'm coming at it from a point of kind of logic, and as we just said, in terms of Nintendo and how they've been doing their online presence, et cetera, they seem to completely lack any sense of logic whatsoever. So who knows if this holds true? Okay. Right? Every console that they've had, that's come out after another console. Say for maybe the SNES has not been as successful as the one that came before it, right? So, oh, I see. UK, okay, yeah. All right. So, so GameCube was less than n right. sixty-four, right? Okay. If, if you kind of like pair them up, so yeah, I, yeah. So, I
0: mean, the SNES was definitely more, more successful than the NES. Yeah,
1: but also launched in the states, whereas the NES, I don't think necessarily did. super popular. Anyway. So, or did it? But it wasn't focused on states like the snares was. Anyway, so what we the, the most clear example of this is Wii and Wii U. Right, there was no kind of differentiating factor for parents to understand and what there, and it was a flop because like, oh, is this right. just Wii HD? Okay, blah blah blah. Nintendo need to be very careful of their proposition going in with Switch Two, whatever they call it. I'm hoping it's Super Switch, but it probably won't be. Uh, it also sounds like a bit of a sex term, Super Switch. Yeah.
2: I feel like we could also have either the best-named <laughs> podcast or the worst-named podcast. Yeah, which gets sued go immediately and they just take 25. it. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, so, so. They would also have the SS problem, which is, again, <laughs> we could just look
1: at all their branding exercises and we we'll rework ours and be like, hey, So if you want to have a proper value proposition and a differentiating factor, you could say, make a big deal with your marketing that, hey, you, you can play all your old Switch games. But then again, we also know that Nintendo loves money. They, do. they wouldn't want to do that because, hey, why do that when you can remaster things? But the other side of the coin is they can't remaster or re-release a remaster or re-release in the next generation. Although maybe they can because if they all they have to do is look at fucking what PlayStation would be doing. Yeah, I'm trying to think what Mario Kart 8 Deluxe would
2: be called if they re-released it again.
0: <laughs> Super. Yeah. Super. Super, Deluxe. Yeah, Super Deluxe.
2: Deluxe. Or imagine if they go back to the thing they tried a few, <clears throat> few times in the DS range. By using the word "new" as though it's new. <laughs> so, new, the, new c- Super Mario on eight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or, or advanced. All. Uh, all uh, advanced. Yeah. Oh god, I don't want to think about it. The prospect of that console potentially being called the the new Nintendo Switch and like
1: trying to explain to people. Nah, but they won't do that. And I'll tell you why because I, I they, agree, they had the I 3ds agree. and then they had the new 3ds, which is effectively the same. I, so they've already kind of said that uh, that But it thing. is funny to me, like yeah. I I'm, I reckon it's just going to be going to be called Switch 2. We're so on, listen,
0: on it's l- l- so on the backwards compatibility. I'm going to have to I'm going to hold you guys to it. So you're saying yes backwards compatibility with Switch 1 games, but there will be from what I get from you're saying, there will be Switch 2 games
1: that only work on the Switch 2. Yeah, in- inevitably, but I I what I'm saying is I am less certain now okay. as to what it will actually be, but it would make sense that they do include backwards compatibility, yeah.
0: Jamie is saying, yes, compatibility, backwards compatibility, but they'll upgrade system kind of like PlayStation do where you can kick um, it up to the higher resolutions or frame rates and things. Like that.
2: I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think that what they're going to try and do, yeah, is they're going to try and suggest that in spite of new found power and new capacity to allow games to look and play better, I don't think they're going to make it easy for games to kind of natively tap into that so that if you put your OG Nintendo Switch Breath of the Wild cartridge into a Switch <sighs> 2, that it'll just start looking and running better. Like I can see them doing packages whereby, you know, hey, Breath of the Wild got DLC, Tears of the Kingdom could well get DLC. Oh, yeah. Do I right. get a collection of it's the complete version of Tears of the Kingdom and also this is the version that looks and runs better on right. Switch 2 and people who have the cartridge for the I, I
1: don't know how they're going to do can, can it. Maybe a, they
2: do do an upgrade system. But.
1: Can I put a wrinkle in all of this? Yeah. The rumors that they're saying about the hardware specification of the Switch 2, <laughs> saying that they're going to kind of rely heavily on um, DLSS type okay. upscaling and variable frame rates, etc. cetera. Yeah, yeah, All those hot button issues. Right. So then all of a sudden, if if that's what you kind of on a hardware side trying to promote, then you're not necessarily going to say, oh, here's a – PS5 patch of a PS4 game because the the upsell is saying it will natively upscale and improve frame rate of your existing games right. just by plugging into what's in oh, the man. hardware. So that complicates things. It, it, it would be a fascinating
2: shit because again, like we joke about what Mario Kart 8 Deluxe stands for but what that is, now that we know that Nintendo Switch is being, coming to a close and being replaced ostensibly, yeah. that was Nintendo porting and slightly polishing up a Wii U game that no one played and getting through an entire generation with an old, man, yep. like one of their marquee highest-selling franchises, lasted an entire generation with a port of, of a previous gen game and DLC. Like no one is able to get money for old rope, like <laughs> Nintendo can, and it just seems like a huge revenue door to close. I oh, see. I'm I'm gonna I'm
0: gonna be like I'm gonna be strict with what I'm. They're gonna do no backwards compatibility. They're gonna re-release everything they can, and it, there'll be some bullshit reason like. Oh, sorry, we tried, but we just couldn't do it. You've got to buy a new <laughs> one They
1: will never even say that. If they, if they'll they, just do it. If, yeah, exactly. If they don't have backwards compatibility, they'll literally have some Japanese guy just going, there is no backwards compatibility. And then you'll just bow. And that's it. Yes. <laughs> and, like, literally, that's going to be Someone will say, is there? And it will go, no. Okay. Oh, <laughs> please, please watch this presentation. And they yes. do this. And then there'll be a video of a guy trying to put in a Switch 1 um, uh, <laughs> thing into a Switch 2 and then, and then just can't, yeah and then no. bar, an animated Bowser just smacks him off screen does a little Bowser laugh and then it's going to finish and then you will go thank you for watching our presentation and will bow uh, you, you you are missing one thing though <laughs> we, we,
2: we didn't sink it but... I know oh, I tried but you know yeah 3, 2, 1 oh no, that... not quite Japanese not the Japanese queer quintessential professionalism like smooth and yeah but yeah, They're basically, I think we'll, you know, what it feels like we're all circling around is that you have to leave the door
1: open for a Nintendo <laughs> twist. Oh yeah, somewhere yeah. in the yeah. story. But but here's the other question I've got for you guys. So we we touched on it, right? With the Switch, if the if rumors are to be true, if they are to be believed, the dead speak. If uh, Bruno Mars can be gay, Palpatine's back. Palpatine's back um, somehow. <laughs> somehow oh, <laughs> Palpatine's returned. <laughs> If it comes out in the beginning of next year, what's happening with Nintendo's output for this year? Nothing. Is it is yeah. is it strong enough from like residual sales of say um, DLC packs and race packs for Mario Kart Eight and character packs for I, Smash Bros? That releasing those two first, yeah. Party I, games I, I, I legit think through? I legit think they're happy with their install
2: base. I think they're they're happy with what they're going to launch the Switch 2 with, especially
1: you know the. Extra but it's like, that, but we're not even in this year, into this year fully, and there's only two games coming. But out. I, I just don't, I they, just don't think regular consumers
2: think about it the way that we do, and I think the people that do think about things the way we do care about Nintendo the least when it comes to that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. I, I think they could absolutely get by with uh, a couple of a couple of directs where they basically say, "Here's some third-party games that are coming to Switch," and that's all that happens by the end of the
1: year, and that's it. Yeah. I mean, there's rumored to be a couple of directs, like any any day now. Yeah, yeah I, I thought it was meant to be on the same day that Xbox had their thing. Yeah, and then... it might have happened by the time people are
2: listening to this. Like, that's the nature of, yeah. like...
0: I just, I just don't see that as being... As soon as they make it... Like, as soon as they start to get into the official marketing and, and release and all that, blah, 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 the Switch 2, I think everyone forgets all about it. And then they start talking about release tasks for Switch 2, and then the, yeah, the rest of this year just
1: gets totally... Just like, they're, they're still gonna have to announce it this year if they're looking for an early twenty twenty five release. Oh
0: yeah, of course. Of course. I don't I, know when. Maybe 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 summer, I suppose, as opposed, as opposed to earlier.
2: I think it's still yeah, any about any time in the second half of the year. I think even if they do kind of that weird thing where they like announce an event. Do the like the Apple right. event, where like, hey, yeah, yeah. Apple have this mysterious event in September coming up. I wonder what they could be announcing. <laughs> I wonder if it's the sixteenth iPhone <laughs> uh, uh and I think they could do something like that. And I don't remember exactly how the Switch launch played out, but I do remember there being some mumbo-jumbo about a massive event earlier on in the year that they streaked oh, out, yeah. and
1: they released the, the, in March. The, 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 the Switch event was... The lead-up to the Switch release was cool because they yeah, they had those those big things, and then they had fan events. I remember I went to yeah, one in London where all, I actually... Yeah, pop-ups, right? Yeah, there were pop-ups, and I, I got invited to one, and that's where... I, so I wasn't interested in, in Breath of the Wild at all. Because like I said, I've got a complicated relationship with Zelda, and I was going <laughs> like, to I'm going to skip this one. But that was the one game that didn't have much of a queue, and I was like, oh, I'll try it out. And I was like, this is fucking amazing. Which is hilarious to look back think, yeah. on now and think about that. It's mad. So, yeah. you know, like, they, they can do some cool shit. And, in the, to, yeah, to be fair, if that is their focus for this year, get those two games out, out of the way, um, announce the Switch 2, and then just take the rest of the year to drip feed info and get fan events started up, like, fucking all for it. Yeah. But I just, it seems strange that they'd... Delay that much, unless there's like an actual reason why they need to delay, like a well, supply chain issue or whatever. It might the, be. the rumor was it was just to strengthen the launch lineup, really, right? And, yeah, and that's uh, I
2: don't know that's if that was on they... them or if that was on partners or if that was on both. <laughs> and like, they like the, the switch did burst out the gates, you know, when you had Breath of the Wild and Super Mario Odyssey inside the first 12 months. Mm. If they do do something like, <laughs> uh, like for as much as we joke about it, if there is another numbered Mario Kart ready to go. If 3D Mario's are ready to return to the fold, like they could have a massive launch, and are you uh, saying a uh, Super Mario Galaxy three? I'm not going to use oh. those words. I'm going to leave my mouth. Uh, <laughs> I don't want the person sat between me and Jonesy to get an erection. Uh, it's too late. Oh, uh, that, zoom-
1: ha- that happened yeah. a long ago.
2: Pause and zoom in for the folks at home. Um, enhance, zoom in and enhance. Yeah, enhance, enhance that. Jesus Christ, this is Jesus. <laughs> um But uh, yeah, so I, I. I Again, I'm getting into fan fiction territory, but like Ooh. an early 2025 Switch successor launch with a 3D Mario coming uh, hand in hand—that <laughs> would be. That I—that's It's making. one of the. It's like PlayStation, though. It's saying about it, it's that's all they need.
0: To, that's all that Nintendo need to do for everyone to lose their minds. That yes. announce that and announce another Animal Crossing, and everyone's going to like like oh, shit yeah. themselves yeah, and wet like, themselves. I, I could
1: excitement. see. I could see. There were reports saying that um, the next Super Mario Kart would be. Uh, a launch title for switch. I mean believe it or not believe it, I don't know.
2: I again I could I think they have to have been thinking about Mario Kart. Sure. Imagine
1: a Metro Prime 4, like just be, dropping as
2: be, a launch. Oh, that would be huge. That'd, that'd be, be huge. big. But another Donkey Kong country.
0: Oh, that, that'd oh yeah. That
2: that'd, that'd be, be yeah, really that be pretty cool. amazing.
0: Also, because of the film success, obviously recently they've got a lot of those characters that are back in sort of people's minds oh, and they can play around. What
2: well, if they do the weird thing that like Street Fighter used to do, for example, where it's like Super Mario Brothers, the movie, the game. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. he Turbo, Alpha yeah.
1: Turbo. They
0: they do that maybe you know. Okay, I hope they, just
1: release, they just release a slightly faster tempo. <laughs> Uh, Mario Wonder, and it's like Mario Wonder Super. Everyone's like, yeah. oh, this with is going with Chris Pratt voice turbo. Pack. Yeah, Turbo X. Chris Pratt voice
2: pack. That's back. a fun sentence to say for anyone who wants to. A, if you're sick and, and, and you Taylor Joy as well. <laughs> if you ever find yourself having a bad day and you need a little pick me up, just say the words Chris Pratt voice pack out loud <laughs> and it will make you smile. I promise that. <laughs>
0: <Okay>. They say <laughs> I'm
2: not a therapist, but I just found the cure for depression. Well, there we go.
0: Something that else might make you happy. Yeah, the only thing is Chris
2: Pratt voice pack. It's not, but
0: it's the, the last thing that I had on my. My big gaming events that have happened since what? So no. like no, there.
2: Can you install your personal Chris Pratt voice pack uh, before you read out what's... Oh
1: yeah, please yeah, yeah.
0: I can't. I can't do. I don't think I can do Chris Pratt. How? I don't even know how he sounds. I'm just thinking. What was his name? Andy and um. Toys, I'm, I'm not. I'm not yeah, my my as my as <laughs> brain goes to Guardians of the Galaxy, and I'm I, unfortunately, Jamie. I'm going to have to say I literally cannot even think how I would do it. You said it. literally there. Literally, clit- 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 literally. Now we're sexual. talking. How long has this podcast been going? It's finally getting into yeah, too, too long. Yeah, it's, we're going to have to wrap it up. So we're gonna we're gonna just uh, put a pin in it after this last thing. Uh, GTA Six. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Reveals Huge. and leaks. Just in general, GTA Six was a thing that we now officially know is a
1: thing. Boy, do, you say, do you not think it's, its coming out next year? Nah, that's that that's feel, not going to fucking happen. That
2: feel right. but don't
1: you feel like it's it's kind of how many me- like uh, the lead up, up to it before before the trailer released, or even before the meme image of the Miami esque hmm. background yeah. saying their trailer was coming? It, it felt like on any social media platform you were on, at least once a week it would be a, a resurgence of a thing saying like, "Oh, GTA Six and the trailer is coming," and this at the other end, such interest in it. Then From every of...
0: direction, which is weird. Non-gaming, yeah. like
1: non-gaming places, games, obviously. The, the biggest um, gaming entertainment property in the world. And we,
0: we've we mentioned a number of things in this podcast alone where we've talked about like games as a service, games that can make money. Yeah. I mean,
1: GTA 5 is to blame for most of these things as 100%. well. So. But percent But the point I was going to make is there was this like fever pitch going into it. And then the trailer dropped and everyone absolutely fucking loved it. And people lost their minds. And then, and uh, fucking... some few people sued. That Tom Tom Petty song made like a million dollars in the first day, whatever it is, on Spotify. Fair enough. But kind of since then, I don't know, I just kind of feel like... Like, yeah. I just feel like it kind of like died down a lot more than I expected it to. And um, Okay, to be fair, it was one fucking trailer that, you know, there was some stuff to dissect into. And I I feel like the internet was, these days, very quick in kind of dissecting... (laughs) Everything. everything you need to yeah. dissect into it straight away. And that's why maybe it didn't have as long a tail. But I was just kind of surprised by it, I think. Yeah. I, I think
2: I was a little bit too. And like, don't get me wrong. I also feel the same way in that when I like think back or reflect on the time that has passed since that trailer dropped, it does feel like we're in a bit of like a GTA void at the moment for some reason. Yeah. But I feel like given how early it was and. So there was so much, so much going on, so much speculation. Like we said, it was trending every week, and there was that weird way they rolled it out. How uh, they, you know, the, the statement they put up before saying we're going to do a trailer on this date and at yeah. this time, and of course it leaked. But you know that that yeah, and it.
1: then and then they said, "Oh well, fuck it, it's leaked." Here is the trailer, exactly. <laughs> ruining. Um, and I can tell you, working for companies, I'm sure you guys as well, like working for a company that has a gaming uh, arm where yeah. everything was geared towards that minute that hour that minute i love that they and did then all that, of a though. sudden the day the night before i'm frantically messaging people being like uh the fucking gta six trailers just dropped yeah. guys 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 oh, I, I, I
0: love how they the fact that they came out and went fuck these guys here's the trailer well, yeah that's, that's that was that was a good move i get what you mean like you've queued it all up for a big release and then someone's gone out and like you I, know, I, I, you,
1: I, i'm not saying they it. did the wrong thing at all obviously i, I commend them for doing what they didn't you know they're rockstar they could get away with doing it hmm. um it's just a bit sad. I think it like that it didn't pan out that way. But yeah, sorry, Jamie.
2: Oh, no, I know. Oh, because the only thing I was going to say is that my feeling was that that trailer was almost this like, like confirmation and reformation that like GTA Six is a thing. GTA Six is real. It's here. Yes, we saw you. We know you saw those leaks a long time ago. But it, yes, it's called GTA Six. Yes, it's set in Vice City. And here's a hint of what we're working towards. Our marketing hasn't started yet, right? You will, yeah. and you will. And there will be a point if twenty twenty five is still realistic. I, I, it's impossible to say, but then there will be a point like later on in this year where the marketing cycle feels like it's begun in earnest in, in more of a way, and like the cadence of the trailers will become more predictable. What's the kind of the breadcrumb trail that's left in between those trailers makes more sense. But like, even if that doesn't happen, like, some, Red the same thing happened with Red Dead Redemption Two, where it, like appeared. Gave almost nothing away. Gave far less away than GTA just did. Yeah, And then disappeared for a whole year. Yeah. And the deck it came back, everyone was like, oh shit, it's Red Dead again. And it disappeared again. Then it came back. Again. And it wasn't until, for me, I remember, it wasn't until the third Red Dead Redemption 2 trailer where I was like, okay, it feels like they're starting to promote a game that's about right. to come out. Was that the, keep your mum with me? When your mother's finished one and your father are super black. I think that was the second one. All right. The tra- third trailer was the one that actually had the, uh, the slightly solemn tone, and there's a lot of Dutch in it going,
1: You have to love yourself on fire. Oh, yeah. It's one of the blessings. What was the thing that I used to say to you from that trailer that you absolutely despised? They said you over, over. Uh, Is it, you got some money for me, boy?
2: i seen your name in our our. i see oh, you got it? some money for me, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, see- I seen your Like, name like every day at ATG, ledger. I'd, like, come up to you. No, like, that wasn't the one that annoyed me. <laughs> the, the Which one, one was that, the one that annoyed you? The, you doing the, I, I, I think, I'm thinking I'm back or whatever. From oh, yeah. Oh,
1: there was I, that. I was, like, I was but, so done with that. There was that, but there was also, I think, it was like, I've seen your name. In our Where's ledger. our money?
0: <laughs> out, out of the, out of a senior name in our ledger, out of. You keep asking him yeah. back, I'm thinking I'm back
1: And uh, I'm dancing, I'm dancing Oh my god If you had
0: to pick a least favourite
1: what, What's the most anno- okay Two, Two-sided question, what's the most annoying thing Jonesy's ever said to you And what's the most annoying thing I've ever said to you Uh <laughs> Oh god, I mean you're asking me to rewind through Uh Almost
2: 12 years of history now um, Although you weren't saying that many annoying things To me in the early stages Uh I think for me, it'll be when I bark at him and say, that's how he sounds. Oh, oh, i <laughs> The fact that I can do an impression of your impression of me tells you everything you need to know about how bad your fucking impression is. I don't sound like a it. dog. Hello. Uh, I don't know. Like, oh, but, do, just the real, oh, I remember, of... I remember the other one. Oh, yeah. It was from oh, Batman vs was... Superman. Well, what was, what what was it? Saying that? What was that?
1: Tell me, do you bleed?
2: Oh yeah. That one I, I had, don't remember that. That one ever got to annoy. <laughs> right. Like, the, the, the soft answer would probably be one of those. Things. The John Wick one, for some reason, that really did bother me to the end. Because <laughs> Chris said it every single day yeah, to you. But, but I said it why I pissed them off. Because like people look at the Super Show and it's us three and we're hanging out. But like but most of the time, we were in an office <laughs> with other people <laughs> who weren't tuned into the same bullshit we were. So for me to just be sat at my desk like surrounded by people I liked and respected... <laughs> And to have Chris come and stand over my shoulder, like whispering John Wick quotes <laughs> in my ear, and people were looking over at me, probably thinking we were gay lovers. And I'd be like, "I'm normal. Just I want everyone to know these are my mates, but I am also normal." Oh, I um, for me, it was every time we were
0: in the VO booth, and then Chris and I would do the "I'm dancing, I'm <laughs> dancing," and you would just be like, "For God's
2: yeah, sake, the deep sigh." Yeah, well, uh, that's that's the claptrap effect. I think that's what we call that. <laughs> the claptrap clap effect. That'll oh, have no, its own Wikipedia page soon out-of-date, cringe, boomer humour. Yeah. Boomer humour! Yeah, to be fair. Um, but no, you, but you two never got my my nerves. That much. Every now and then, you slag off my toothbrush or, <laughs> or piss in my toilet with the door open while singing Peter Andre's Mysterious Girl. <sighs> who can say when these events happened in the long time Who our friendships? But uh, that's what makes you who you are. Oh, well, there you go. So, never that annoying, in short. Plus, the fact that I don't even have the balls to reverse the question to either of you two, only goes to show how my fear is for, like, how annoying am I? Like, there must have been voiceover sessions where you just wanted to slip my throat. Oh, mate, yeah.
1: The voiceover sessions.
0: Oh, Do- n- never because of you. You're only... The worst ones is in the summer... When we all three of us oh. were in there and then the and this we'd we'd open the door and we'd go and
1: stand over the aircon unit because it was so fucking hot. And the walls were just drenching. dripping oh, sweat. God. You could write your name in the there was, sweat. Ooh. For for me it was just yeah, those those VO sessions for ATG six lists where you guys would just yammer, 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 and we'd <laughs> never get started. Shut up. And it would be like, be like guys, we we've been in this fucking hot, stinky booth for half an hour and we haven't even hit record yet. I loved it, I loved it, because
2: there were points as well I get so hyped up With the fluctuations of that company That like, I would be hanging out with the two closest things I had to a boss And I'm like, if they're both here with me doing the (laughs) same thing I'm doing I'm not getting in any trouble Yeah,
0: who's going to tell me off? No one
2: Yeah
0: Oh man um, Right, well we've covered everything that I was going to mention This is, um, I suppose, the end of episode 200
1: End of an era That is an end of an era So what's uh, 200? What's the next one? 201.
2: 201. <laughs> yeah. I honestly, like, it It feels at this juncture, and I don't mean this like in a pessimistic or depressing way. I, I just mean this in an honesty. It feels very difficult to predict what the next 100 episodes will bring. And you could tell me that there'll be an episode 300 that plays out in a similar way to this. And I yeah. go, yeah, like, I could see that the status quo just kind of stick in for another 52 weeks. Or you could tell me anything else in between that, and I'd kind of believe you. I think I think you you
1: guys need to just work on your bickering
2: for a little Bicker bit. Bicker more. We need more bickering. More, more bickering. Yeah. yeah.
1: No one. More bickering. Uh, more dick jokes. Um, <laughs> more acid, Akira. A little bit more throat cancer would be good every now and then. Um, <laughs> Forgot about that. Um, yeah. yeah. This
2: so, is Doug- not enough, Michael. Michael Douglas. Not enough
1: it. of the Jones' to pussy. Basically, <laughs> he's, he's just to say. I mean, I, I was alluding to it. Yeah, but yes. Um, yeah, and I guess, you know, as, as a avid listener, I, I look forward to what happens next the Super Show. Um, and, I mean, I don't know if you guys will have you back, but at some point I would like to well, turn on a more regular... See you in two years. <laughs> that was a question yeah, I had. That was
2: 300. That was the question I had for you most going into this, is that, as you said, like, you describe yourself as a, as a listener, and by now I'm sure it's been long enough that... You feel much more of a listener than you like. The, the idea that you were ever like a, a fixture must feel a little bit almost like foreign in a sense. Yeah. Like, yeah. what what would you like the future to look like in terms of how much of a part you have to like? Assuming that- voice notes,
1: he's just going to send like, us yeah, vo- we, weekly voice yeah, notes. And we, are, we play
2: them into the microphone. I mean,
1: honestly, maybe 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 that's a a, a good shot because look, the problem is that I haven't been able to. Um, Catch you guys live for a very long time. Sure, just the nature of life, etc. Yeah, but maybe Tuesdays 9 p.m. Well, they're in the yeah, future? Well, just... After this episode, is that was the 2001 going to be on Tuesday? Well, um, did, did and the last, to be
0: fair, the last the last two episodes, three episodes have been on a Tuesday.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's I, true. I, yeah,
2: I keep I I keep I've fucked up like three Mondays in a row by like <laughs> double booking or forgetting that Chelsea playing or doing something. And it's so easy to Oh yeah,
1: so football comes first, yeah. Well no,
2: but like, I, I also, I, I, I share a, a, a flat with a, a man who supports the same football team. I just share a flat with a man, like, I'm not gay, <laughs> I'm not gay. But what, there'd be nothing wrong, with wrong if, if you were. I, it's, it's not if you want to come out, wrong. it's about clarification. If you want to come out and admit that you are with. I think the problem is he's coming in. Oh. so I, I was gay and I'm pat and I'm done.
1: Wow, no, no, no that's it's also going off the rails. That's also a joke. But, uh, um, what, what I was getting, what I was getting at, is if you guys settle more in terms of when you record and and go live, and my life settles a bit more where I can be there for when the live is, then maybe it's just the case of just like if you if you set up a scene on on OBS, and then I can like call in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Oh, like a, oh, yeah. well,
0: I've got a caller coming yeah. in from London, yeah. England. Midnight, uh, midnight Chris.
2: Caller, gobble gobble what God. i don't know <laughs> <laughs> jiggly
1: <laughs> gobble gobble time. time um but yeah maybe that could be a cool thing because yeah yeah like often i listen to the podcast um and just be like i wish i could say something here i already know the funny thing
2: is you can what chris is gonna call in and
0: go fuck around the pussy and then just hang up
2: no, that's your- the of, very, look, for the very first time. That's what's going to happen. You kind of look like that guy as well. Like if you wore sunglasses. <laughs> oh, I thought
1: I was wearing my hoodie. You were <laughs> yeah. the That's yeah. why I reached back. Um, no, I, I get. No, you. I, don't, okay. I don't know. Like I, I, even if it's just like actually sitting in front of my computer, um, and just going live with you guys, that'd be cool. It's just i had been planning to do a lot more than, let's say, I have because I've done zero of that. Sure. Um, the intention has always been there, but usually the logistics just don't work out, which is, you know, part of the reason why I had to just step away in the first place. Um, yeah. I can't necessarily say that things have gotten better in that front.
2: Uh, life, yeah.
1: life is busy.
2: Yeah. Same go for the twitch.tv forward slash hot panic.
1: Oh, it? fuck yeah, man. Like, like the, the door still open? Uh, yeah, I think so. Like, I'd like to, but... Hot I'm, tub I'm, streams? i find gonna find the, the time well this oh, is the God. thing like I I know you guys are probably well past ATG stuff but I do still very much get annoyed and angry about what happened there and still nostalgic for everything that's happened and then you know you you do yes it's roast into glasses but you do pine for the times of the ATG plays they were they were it was stressful in terms of like our views and our performance but in terms of like just just fun yeah a yeah. day at work like I fucking long for it so much not sad say I don't like the work I'm doing, that I do, but it's just it just it hit different.
0: Yes, no, we, we did it did hit differently, yeah, for sure. And it's a blind four years ago now,
2: over four years ago. Man, yeah, and- crazy, crazy to think. Yeah,
1: like um, I, I would, I would very much love if ever it came to a, a part where, um, let's say Super Show grows, etc., and then we say, oh yeah, we can we can do like Super Show plays and get involved in that. Like I remember I met up with you guys. Towards the end of last year, for some some chicken wings, some buffalo wings, mm, and yes. uh, yeah. you still haven't done it, Jamie. By the way, but I reminded you of that um, clip that we had during lockdown when we were playing Human Fall Flat with Stan. Oh right, yeah. Um, and there was uh, some shenanigans. Happening, <laughs> oh yeah, there were some free. shenanigans. Uh, I still need you to send me that that video because yes, no uh, it was it was gold. Um, but yeah, like the, the things like during lockdown, we managed to do it. We managed to. Meet up a lot more than we did. Maybe because there was a reason to with Warzone. I mean, not, I'm not saying just purely the lockdown because, I mean, nighttime is nighttime, right? Like, it is what it is. Sure. But I think with Warzone being what it was and. um
0: Kept a lot of people sane. Yeah. Mostly middle aged yeah. men. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. young and their young friends.
2: And their young. That just makes you sound like a fucking
0: <laughs> Not that young. Jesus. <laughs>
2: I'm a yes. middle-aged man, yes. and this is my young friend. Twinsy cruising Roblox <laughs> for a <hot> Jamie. Date. <laughs> How many Robux would it cost me to see your, to see you in your tighty whitey? Fucking hell, Roblox man, the bane of my life. Robux. <laughs> oh, don't tell Daddy I bought you a Robux <laughs> card. Open up your Robux. <laughs> well,
0: wow, we're getting weird now. <laughs> Spread them. Um, I think anyway. It's time to say goodbye <laughs> to the people I'm not, at home. That bombshell. Uh, yeah.
2: Is that okay? Well, yeah. Episode two hundred. Let's put
1: but a pin it. Um, Cheers, Chris. Yes, thank you, guys. Yeah, no, thank, thank you for being the special guest. For, I hope, down I hope I'm, I'm not uh, waiting for another milestone to, to join you guys for the
2: next well, one. Well, you're welcome. Whether it's a milestone or not, the door's always open. We love having you. We yeah. know that there are still countless people out there listening and watching who uh, love to
1: hear the sound of your voice, to see your face, and to
2: hear your hot takes and trash opinions.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. let me know... Um, when this becomes the lowest rated episode that you've ever put out. Never. Uh, That's not gonna happen at all. We'll see what happens from there on out. Well you have to put your face in the thumbnail just to give
2: it a bit of a bump. Yeah. I'll give you a I'll give, I'll give you the uh thumbnail to do uh still love. Yep. Get ready to zoom in, in hearts again. You've already done it once this episode to uh, to see if he had an erection. <laughs> now you're doing it for his
0: Now he's got his reaction faces
2: yeah. on. Look at that. I also something else I just noticed. <laughs> I guess it's very poetic that as we are sunsetting this uh, episode yep. of the podcast, we have gone from a, an abundance of natural daylight to
1: just being sat in the basically in the pitch dark, <laughs> and the viewfinder looks grim. I, I didn't want to say anything, but oh. look, because okay, so we got the uh, the viewfinder pointed towards us. Yeah, um, looking at the setup with the couch and the colors and the the you know the, the temperature of the lights. Yeah, you know that that video of those three kids sitting on the couch and it's like the meme of, like, <laughs> all, talking about, world events or something. It yeah. does kind of look like yeah. that a bit. It's like... Oh. Turns out those three kids all grew up. They all grew up, and uh, hey, you're listening to them right now. Okay, I thought you were going to make a casting couch reference, but no, that was I mean, I, I did... We do have big daddy Robux over, <laughs> big over daddy there. Big daddy Robux. Hey, I, I was promised a gangbang. That's why I, I, I beat... Mean, don't worry. Uh, those guys are
2: coming in after. Don't yeah, I. yeah. They're
1: waiting outside
2: right now. Yeah, the just interesting crew are going to roll in here <laughs> afterwards
1: and we'll leave you to them. Shout out the J.I. team. Yeah. Yeah,
0: cool. Um, yeah, with that, thank you very much for watching episode 200 and we will see you again next week, probably on a Tuesday, but we'll have to just now that. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Uh, we will see you again real soon. Bye. See ya. Bye.